0: Good morning, and welcome to the Robin Report. I'm your host, Elliot Robin. So get ready to get triggered. <laughs> Good morning and good, sorry, good (laughs) evening and welcome to the Rabin Report's season six finale. I'm your host, Elliot Rabin, and with me is my expert panel, Marshall, Daniel, and Tamar. How are you guys?
1: Good. Good. Doing
2: well, yeah. Doing good.
0: That's awesome. And we've also got, you know, it's not just the four of us today. We've also got four very special guests in studio with us, uh, familiar faces. We have Christina Mangiola. We have Anna Rizzo. Uh, we have uh, and last edition Ruben Perez as well as a new face uh, Jessica Ranhotra. Thank you all for being here.
3: Uh, thanks for
4: having us. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Perfect. So um, as for Spirit Live rules and regulations, all opinions expressed on the show are not those of Ryerson or Ryerson faculty and are only those of the individual commentators. Viewer discretion is advised. So, as mentioned, uh, it is our season six finale, and that's why we've got a big two hour show coming for you tonight at a special time. You can already tell it'll be a spicy one. Of course,
2: it has to be. Yeah, I want some spicy food. <laughs> <laughs> I should have ate before I came here. Yeah.
0: You know, go big or go home, as they say. Uh, we've got two big contests and prizes for you to thank you for supporting us uh, thus far. Uh, the first, uh, both winners will be announced uh, tomorrow. But uh, for this uh, second prize, you got to be watching the show. Uh, and. The So the first prize, again, is for the $30 uh, Tim's or Starbucks gift card. Yeah. And the uh, second prize is for a headshot session from Elliott Robin Productions worth oh, about $150. That's, that's pretty good.
1: Wow. I
4: hear he's yeah. a really that's, talented That's pretty photographer. good. Not going to lie. Elliot, Thank you. my friends in Latin America expect you to take the photo shoot, okay, if they win. <laughs> really? They, they expect me to? Hold yeah. on. Let me get your camera.
3: Yeah, you? can we actually enter the contest? That actually sounds pretty good.
0: You Anna. know, I I would love that if you could. There, there's Anna. Hold on. There she is. Um I would love that, uh but uh it wouldn't really be fair to our viewers. Right. But uh you know, if they come here, if they come here then then we can do it. So, uh, winners of that contest must reside in uh, Ontario GTA preferably. Uh the Tim's or Starbucks gift card. What if they say like
2: Sudbury? Sudbury.
0: <laughs> I mean, if they want to come here, we're good. Okay. Um but you say uh,
2: anywhere in uh, preferred. Okay, preferred. There you go. Well, they got to come to me.
0: Right. You know what I mean? So, um yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a good even, offer, though. That's a good offer. Uh, bro- both prizes, though, you want to tune in. And even without the prizes, you want to tune in because this will be a show you do not want to miss. Uh, so let's start with our recap of the week. Uh, the first topic is the Ontario budget. Now, the Ford government has come out with their first budget, and uh, there are a lot of uh, positives and negatives with it. So
2: let's... Uh, what does everybody think? Yeah, there's, like, a lot to unpack there. You know, it's like... Um, I think I saw a couple people were... Like lots of people from like a, like high prominent um people that worked in the private sector got fired from their positions at the city of Toronto and in the city of on- in Ontario ministries or, or something like that. Um, some guy was like a former CEO of TD like they were in like minister positions or something like that. But they he fired like a bunch of people there and then it was like twenty eight point five billion dollars on infrastructure for the TTC and stuff. Right? Something to that yeah, effect. I don't know, but like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff there.
5: Yeah, I also saw that. Um, I think it's Ontario. I'm pretty sure it's Ontario. They're yeah. going to be um, that uh, universities are going to be funded based on, um, what was it? Based based uh, on to, performance. Based on performance. So, oh, wow. yeah, I thought that was really interesting that like the better performance, the more money they're going to get from the government. Wow. Um, I don't know if that's, I, I kind of see the positives of that. And I also see like the. Do you think it
2: incentivizes effect. people to work harder? So I think
5: they're... it incentivizes people to work harder. But I think also like getting into a university that means
2: more i guess
5: yeah Mm -hmm. i I don't know i think i I see i see see both sides well
6: i think it's going to work from the bottom up you know the students have to be performing better in order for the professors to remain employed in order for the departments to keep their funding in order for the universities to keep their Mm -hmm. funding yeah
4: but uh, like, what would be the kpis in this case to measure that performance particularly
3: yeah actually, I actually fully agree with that because there's a different level of performance there is like research research there is like professors there' is students students getting good grades It's just like a tiny little part of it
6: well, I would imagine that this refers to the academic uh capacities of the universities, which will be measured In uh, sixty sixty percent of that will be measured by uh, student performance. and
3: So don't you think that will uh, incentivize the university to give better grades and just lower the standards to a certain extent? Well,
6: they, they can't just give better grades. No, that's, well, that's not they're, they're, They could, that is to illegal. be honest.
3: No, that's not true, right? Professors tend to be more stringent, but if they know no, that their job is at risk, they'll give better grades. But that's why, why we, have, risk, that's why we use grades. our
1: wires
2: emails, though. That's why they have everything on record, though. Because Perf- that way, whenever you ask for an extension, whenever something happens, you're mm-hmm. responsible. There's all the, the data okay, trails right not, there. Well, yeah, that's but forget no data about trail.
5: trail. You could just mark them, like, easy.
2: Yeah, exactly. I forget have, about the extension. I have professors
5: who give me really good grades. Do I think I necessarily deserve okay, so then, it? No. But that's not like... That's but, then it's they not, give everyone good but then
2: it's not going to incentivize... It's not going to increase the value of the university degree. It's just going to It's going to be even worse than high school.
6: then. So. But nobody cares about that, right? Yeah. Like, There's no incentive to keep the university degree valuable. Yeah. But, um, you know, in this, in this case, professors can be lenient. Professors can always be lenient. But professors and universities and departments are audited. They can't just be throwing out A's to everybody because yeah. that raises flags. Like you have to
2: justify it with the work that they give you. Right? Yeah, you,
6: so. you can't just be giving out A's. And so,
3: What if everyone this... deserves it, right? So how do you prove that not everyone deserves A's? You know what I'm saying? Like, let Because, let's say, because like, they'll people get audited. Yeah. But let's say departments such as political science Sorry. where you write mm-hmm. papers that are highly subjective, the professor could always say, like, listen, all my class did an amazing job. They all deserve an A and that's it. There is nothing to argue about.
6: Yeah, but the, these things aren't entirely subjective. There are objective principles by which papers and other assessments are graded. They can't just say, okay, you know, you tried, here's an A. There are there are standards that are enforced Maybe by the education. So what do you ministry.
3: think that the the education ministry is going to check every single paper when they do the audit and decide, ooh, well this one deserves a B plus, this one deserves an A. I mean I don't think it's a viable. no.
6: They can't do that. I don't but, really
3: think it's a viable system if you know what I mean.
6: But professors are always at risk of being audited if if a flag is raised. Mm-hmm by irregular grading
2: that would just like, destroy but the ha- reputation like, of the university as well so they have to the, the main, they maintain their own standard right mm-hmm. especially because they have so much government funding professors right?
6: so, never know when they'll be audited mm-hmm. under yeah, the that- once
3: again how do you audit the professor you know what i'm saying like you're giving too many is that's actually not but a- the
5: thing is is that it's performance okay this is actually a kind of a stupid question cuz obviously i just answered it for myself but anyways <laughs> like what is Technically, how are they defining performance-based? Right? Are they talking about performance-based in terms of strictly how they're doing in terms of um, academia. schooling, academia? Yeah. Are they also talking about their performance, like the on, job they
2: have, and stuff on like the that. jobs they
5: have, on how they're exceeding what their uh, retention rate? Extra-curricular, no, but specifically, what's that? Um, you for sure know about it. That thing they do every year, the report about freedom of expression at universities. Oh, the Freedom
6: mm-hmm. Index or something. The Freedom, freedom Index. index. They're yeah. talking yeah.
5: about performance on that. Like, what else is included in the word? It'll practice? be
6: students' academic. Performance strictly
1: Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. okay
6: well and no that that's sixty percent of university funding will be based on student academic performance
1: interesting
2: so but isn't like I think for us though the reason we got to talk about it is because like uh, Ryerson is a very unique school in comparison to all the other ones like it's a commuter school you know there's only there's like a there is a a bunch of like commuter like campuses that exist like in the in Ontario but that does make make a difference in like uh, performance and stuff like that right so it's like I don't know I feel like that might make a difference or or maybe just like the uh, reputation of the universities like an example like Waterloo is in like is like in a higher like tier than like Ryerson or U of T or something like that right so it's like yeah it's very interesting how they're going to assess this So I don't
3: yeah. know. There is currently a debate, at least within national education, whether students should be graded on their work, like whether they should be given a grade. Like a lot of folks feel like, you know, like you don't judge someone's value based on grades. Like once again, it's just like literally getting back to telling you. Is this like Timbit
6: Soccer? To- are you kidding me? <laughs>
3: like, are we? Uh, this is like taking the score away from 10-bit Soccer.
6: This is like taking the ball away. I don't want to grade we're, students on a work. I won't be defined by a number. Like, hated, come on. I hated getting so a participation trophy. All
3: I'm saying, wow. all I'm saying is that at the is end of the day, all of the, all things at Erica. the end of the day, like judging a uh-huh. university based on grades is actually not a good idea because there's so many more things than grades okay, that are involved well in running a university.
5: To evaluate you, Ruben. Evaluate you on what?
2: High school evaluated honestly, us on that, honestly,
3: like participation, research. Okay, I'm like, sorry. There could be so many things. If I right? was
5: val- evaluated on participation. I would be failing university because I never show up. I'm, I know so <laughs> many so students that go, don't go to class at
2: all, and they just do the work from home. I know one guy. I I I I, I know the guy because I only see him twice every oh, semester. Did you meet him in D.C.? No, <laughs> I met him in uh, Austin, Texas. There, oh, cool. Yeah. But um,
5: <laughs> did he go with you to D.C.?
2: No, he went to Austin, Texas. Oh, yeah. okay. But um. Tomorrow you seem to like his D.C. Oh, trip. I, I love hearing
1: no, it's,
5: about it.
2: It's <laughs> but, um...
6: Fuck. You, so you sorry. screwed me over. Sorry. Okay, so you have okay. a friend.
1: Austin he goes tech. to D.C. Because I'm
2: in D.C. when I went no, to D.C. No, he doesn't go to D.C. He's in Austin. Okay, DC. let's keep it moving, folks. Um, honestly, I forgot, so it's fine. But, sorry. Uh, so then, let's... Oh, he just shows up twice for the midterm <laughs> and for the exam. Oh, That's oh it. Because like, he doesn't study. All right. Well, then, let's move oh, on forgetful. to... um. Okay. Uh, well, actually, uh, one thing I wanted
0: to bring up is uh some of the changes to the... Uh, or. Parts of the Ontario budget are, I believe, ten or twelve million dollars towards horse racing in Ontario, what? which I back um, heavily. Uh,
6: Why? I think it's fantastic. to stimulate the Hors- economy. Horse, horse is that racing thing is that
5: Ontario is like known for.
6: Um, well, well wood yeah, we right
2: we... there, like by Moulton. It's yeah, a big place.
6: so
7: I do not think there's more important things to put our money wh- in. I'm I'm not not racing is like, Horse
6: racing is one of the single most profitable things for our government. All the profits from horse racing in Ontario, 100% of the profits from horse racing, goes back into the Ontario government. So, what so about horse like, racing? Like
3: meth? Gambling. Okay, like everything hmm? will go back to the government as well. Like, I'm sorry, your argument doesn't make sense. What any do you mean? Sense. Well, legalize
1: are every you, single type put, of
6: drug because well, it's that, a, that's you're that's immoral. That because it's a uh, vice. That's immoral in general. How did you find or, horse moral racing? Moral? Horse racing is and is a noble said. sport, and all. So th- this is. Twelve million dollars, ten million dollars, something so like that. So basically, hundreds of million dollars.
3: That's the noblest of okay, drugs so and like, So let's,
2: of let's say dollars. let's say we get an, we were to get an economist or whatever, yes. and they were to ju- they would justify the expense because in the long run it would have a better return on investment then, because you're
6: saying that we make three hundred million dollars a year from OLG, which a lot of that is horse racing,
2: and so the majority isn't from lottery tickets. Those then. OLG is like the whole thing, right?
6: Mm-hmm. So. Well, we do make hundreds of millions of dollars from horse racing. Okay. All
2: right, this I, I, pays I, I, for I, I, itself your, and get then get some to degree. the
6: nth degree. It is... But where do an, we see
2: that money go to, though? Because you just said it goes directly into the government. You know pocket. where half
6: of it goes to yeah. is uh, addictions, uh, counseling, because, you know, it's. Um, mm-hmm. we don't want to say we're spending vice money on... On whatever, but mm-hmm. um, a lot of it goes to addictions counseling, and other other parts of it just go to the <laughs> you wherever know, the budget the, the nest it. egg of yeah, the provincial let's government. Let's do it
3: again. So let's legalize all drugs and put out the but money yeah, in rehabilitation.
6: Why not? That's immoral and it's degenerate. What do you mean it's immoral
3: and How is it any like, more immoral than gambling? Yeah, exactly.
6: Then ga- people can gamble without ruining their lives. You can't oh, smoke. Yeah. You can have a line yeah. of I mean, and
3: can't without guess how ruining many your life. Like same same literally thing.
5: lose their
1: entire life. Oh yes, of course.
6: People people get addicted to gambling, but you can't just casually smoke meth. You can't just yes, casually can. inject black, you black car no, heroin you, into you your know, veins. This,
7: there's actually a stat that only one in seven people that use heroin are addicts.
6: Yeah, okay, well, that's a lot of people. <laughs> One in seven, seven is a lot of people. But you Extrapolate think that to how seven. many people use meth. Let's say 100,000 people do use meth, or sorry, heroin. What's the math on that? I don't know, but that's going to be a very large number.
3: Forget about that. What I'm worried about is the fact that you're cutting funding to education, which is, at the end of the day, the best investment, because you're training people that are highly... Mm-hmm. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're highly trained. They're going to add to the workforce. And what you're doing is you're taking this money and you're investing it into, into horse racing. Like at the end of the day, even from an economist pers- perspective, it makes more sense to invest to education than to invest to horse racing.
4: Why? It depends. It depends on how you see it. Well, in the That's, long run, right? It, it depends the
3: on, on the goal of the There's
6: government. There's still massive though. investments into education. Do you know how cheap our education is? Do you know how much the government subsidizes our education? Our education is so, so what? cheap.
3: This should be
4: the subsidized, government
6: subsidized You're the even talking about education university, should university should
4: tuition. Be free. No. Yeah. Free. no, no, government free. Free, free. Education don't should be free
6: why would it be free why that's ridiculous it? we need is less a right. people in university yeah. education if you, believe, if you a
5: right. believe education is a right it should be free if it's you do not believe education to be a right then it shouldn't be
1: free either. well
3: it's it, that entirely well, so bastardizes well, we the have, meaning of a right you know what we should have less people in university and more people at the horse ra- horse track that's what you're saying
1: basically
3: <laughs> that's not what I'm
6: saying I'm saying <laughs> we need more money saying. coming horse horse into the government those racing. two things are totally unrelated
4: so horse that,
3: racing hard brings so much money into the government in the long run having people in university will bring even more money to the government Actually, Which, no, because people no, are leaving I, I
4: disagree, Ruben, because uh, making education free also gives more budget to the university this can increase corruptions in universities as well internal corruption and that also decrease That's the level of the education before. i mean it really
3: depends on what country right education is free in france when is it's last time that a corruption scandal like, I'm just saying,
4: right? Ah, there probably is.
3: And not as much as there is in another country. It really depends on the society. And I think in Canadian universities, if, Can- if education was to be subsidized and was to be free, mm-hmm. there wouldn't be as many scandals.
6: So all of a sudden, all these crooked student unions would just become angels who are so financially are responsible they never misappropriate we're funds talking,
3: we're not talking about students union to have a two and a half million dollar budget we're talking about universities that have a 30 40 million dollar budget people that have a career writing on it someone that's the president of a student union stay there for a year a year and a half max or two years if look at all the damage they can
6: do in one year
3: oh hashtag ryerson that's insane <laughs> I'm sorry they could steal $100,000, a million dollars whatever it's honestly it's terrible Hashtag but it's Ram's not as against bad Ram
2: against Ram. Yeah.
0: Uh, just one last thing I mean this could go on forever about it horse can. racing but uh, I Wasn't wanted something to point else that was added too? there was yeah. and I wanted yeah, to talk you want about didn't want to
3: spend some more money on casinos or something?
0: Uh, I mean let's, let's I, 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 I want you know to talk about close your let's, and let's keep it moving and fellas I, yeah, I want to talk let's, about I want to talk about some funny things that are in the budget the fact that they want to redo the logo the Trillium, because according to Doug Ford it looks like 3 in a hot
6: tub. Um, okay,
5: it's not according tub. to Doug Ford. I'm well, sorry. Yeah, it's no. not it according to Doug Ford. Oh, but because but... he saw the meme and now he's taking credit for yeah. it. Yeah. Wow.
6: Well, he never yeah. took credit for it. People are attributing it to him. Yeah, yeah. It's you not him. You don't think the license plate was, was a joke? But the was was point is, they are making a change to it because
2: of And then the that license plate also reasons. has the same like Tory colors, like the PC blues, right? And I they're actually changing the license plate slogan yeah Mm -hmm. as well is is it open for
3: business or something
0: Uh, no no it's uh, It's from a A place to be or something like that it used to be yours to discover Uh, and now it's going to uh, a place to grow a place to grow (laughs) yeah Good things but Just putting it out there when yeah. the liberal
3: government decided to change the logo, the conservative were up at arms, uh, were up at arms, and right now they decide that they want to change the logo as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, personally, I don't see what the
6: purpose is, like why, yeah. I mean, why spend the money on it?
3: Why
5: rebrand Ontario?
3: Right, because yeah. they have a lot of money now, they'll open their horse, tra- a horse track, whatever.
6: I think that a rebranding is in some ways important. I think that we're kind of washing away the what disgraceful is liberal legacy, <laughs> um, oh, wow. in in a way that um, shows that a new Ontario is here. It's morning again in Ontario, and you know some changes are going to have to be to be made, and we want to represent that with our with the aesthetics of our great province. The logo is so ugly. I remember. I remember sitting in a hot tub years ago with some friends and somebody said, hey, we look like the Ontario logo. And <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? And then he pulls it up on his phone and I haven't been able to unsee it since. And this was like six or seven years ago. Uh, let me and just put
3: it that way. If the liberal government was in power, they were saying we need to change the logo. The logo, You would be saying that it's a waste of money. It depends yeah, what they I were think, doing. Uh, I, uh, you I, would be I saying it's a waste of money. I think, I you're, think, think you're a bit biased. Conservative I'm, I'm conservative absolutely. Conservative government is fine. No, like I'm,
6: I'm absolutely very bipartisan. and uh, uh, I can accept a good thing from a government when a government does a good thing. It just so happens that the Liberals did so few good things. If they made a logo <laughs> that looked good and represented our province well, which they didn't. They did the opposite of that.
3: Yeah, remember. Well, the argument the was not that the logo was Yeah, the OCS
6: logo, yeah. yeah. It was awful. Um if if they made a logo that True. was good, I would be pleased with it. But, yeah. uh, and they
1: spent thousands eh, It's $1, kind $1, of a waste of, of money. If they hired me to, to do
5: it for them, it would have been good, but they didn't. So everyone lost out. Specifically me. And you would have got a
0: hundred six figures right there. Nice. Uh, so let's move on then um, to our next uh, weekly update which is about uh, very briefly, Pete uh, Buttigieg. And he Buttigieg. is a... Buttigieg. Buttigieg, Buttigieg. sorry. Uh, Buttigieg. Think, and he it, think is... boo and then judge judge. <laughs> Buttigieg. <laughs> Buttigieg. Um, so he is a Democratic... Uh, he, he's the mayor of uh, city... What What city South, is it? South, South, South Bend. Bend, Indiana. South Bend, Indiana. And he is... It's actually uh, where Notre uh, Dame expected is, the like, uh, uh, university. Yeah. Um, we're actually going to talk about Notre Dame. But uh, he is uh, expected to announce his candidacy for uh, the 2020 election. And he is actually making waves. Uh, if he wins, he would be the first uh, openly gay president. He would be the first, uh, not the, f- I don't think first, but he has served in the military. Yep. Um, As a reserve he... officer for the Marines. yeah. Yep. So he is making waves. And if he gets the nomination, he Maybe will be Marines, tough competition for Trump. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Uh, just actually, I want to go straight to you uh, because you mentioned uh, some recordings that were coming out, right?
8: Yeah, no, I just saw... Uh some article that was like there are some uh, there's a judge that's deciding whether he wants to release these five tapes that were recorded in secret and apparently it has to do with some scandal where he demoted an african-american police uh officer
2: from buddha okay yeah Okay. so I i just
8: briefly saw that i'm not yeah. Did, was sure that like
2: a, like a mainstream media already picked it up or was it something like on the like, Twitter sphere or something like um, I know they're pretty accurate, they're pretty quick at getting information yeah. like that. So. Yeah,
8: like the news broke about like 10 hours ago, I think. Oh, wow. um, I and they still haven't it. like the tapes haven't been released yet.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, it's
8: just people are bringing up like, oh, um, is this sketchy that he's trying to cover it up?
0: And it's it's quite interesting that this is coming up because I feel like anytime there's somebody who has potential to win a scandal comes out. You know what I mean? Well, everyone has honestly their it's skeletons better with that. It's better with that. Well, that's the thing. You I thought personally that I thought that he didn't really have any skeletons because like, you know, he came on Ellen Doesn't and everyone know. and I guess, but he came on Ellen and they they uh, she talked about him and he talked about himself, but his strategy is not bashing Trump. It's more talking about the positives of the Democratic Party. And I think if he gets nominated and they use that strategy, it's going to work really well for them. Because right now, the Democratic strategy seems to be, look what Trump did that's really bad. We can do better. As opposed to Pete's strategy, which will most likely be, let's not focus on you know what's happening now. Let's just focus on the future.
6: Thoughts? I think he's, well, he's, he's copying Andrew Yang's homework, and it's really upsetting to me. Um, Buttigieg true. is just some lame, boring, internationalist neoliberal who <laughs> brings nothing new to the table except some nice rhetoric that he's entirely copying from Andrew Yang. I'm um, sure that
3: Trump is more exciting. I mean, I don't know what he brought to the table. Aside from funny tweets, I have to give him that. Well, Trump, <laughs>
6: Trump brought a, a promise of a, of a well, new Well, I mean, America let's just put it that way. Table, at least but, that guy has some um, kind
3: of political experience, which Trump didn't have at all.
6: Sure, and I, I, I would say that's what I actually liked about Trump. Uh, and that's what I like about Andrew Yang, not to keep bringing him up. Yang but, Yang. <laughs> um, Someone's part of the Yang gang. Yang is going to be your D.C. trip. Yes, yeah. but um <laughs> you know what the the thing with'll go to d c the thing with Buttigieg that i I will give him credit for, even though it's entirely stolen from yang, is the rhetoric as Elliot brought up is it's not this dumb Elizabeth Warren stuff that's just constantly like Trump is yeah. launching an attack on our nation, Trump is literally hanging minorities personally by hand in public. We need to stop this monster. It's the fourth Reich. We need to put an end to it. It's not that kind of crap that you see from Elizabeth Warren types and, you know, her ilk. Um, And I think that is what the Democrats need if they are going to have a chance of defeating Trump in the general election.
2: I feel like he seems like he could be a potential, like, maybe he's, like, I don't, you don't see him, like, super left, like, but, like, I see him, like, as a the potential moderate candidate that, like...
6: Yeah, and, and I mean, he's could, already like, being attacked out, from the know? left for not being left-wing enough. The uh, the Young Turks put out a video attacking him for not supporting entirely free tuition, you know. They put mm-hmm. out, they were attacking him for not supporting the removal of private insurance on, on healthcare entirely. Right. And so he's already being attacked from the left. And I think that the Democrats, what they struggle with now more than ever is Mm -hmm. their—and Obama mentioned this, actually—is their, you know—
4: Extreme left?
6: No, it's their—well, yeah, but it's their ideological purity. It's the need to fit into this, you know— Boxes, Isn't Trudeau done similar things though? Like, Trudeau is very like, much like that. Like as if well. like
2: if you are like, at any like I think someone corrected me today saying that at least like one person in the Liberal Party is anti-abortion, but mm-hmm. um I think that was one policy or something similar. So like, Trudeau does right?
6: have a policy: if you are not pro-choice, you cannot sit in the Liberal caucus. That's an however, opinion. as you said, it is hypocritical because that is not applied equally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, which like, is yeah. as much as and I'll it, say I
5: also it's a law now if you want to work, um, you know, the the summer grants program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In order to receive that funding, you need to sign off saying that you are pro-choice as well. Mm-hmm. Like uh, organizations.
2: Yeah, I remember. Wow. Yeah, um, well, so then, you know what?
3: Honestly, it's not that bad to just define some kind of basic ideological line to like a party. I, I that agree with make you. Sense. I agree mm-hmm.
6: with you. Like as much as I think I, as I'm against it ideologically but i don't think that there's anything wrong with saying you have to follow this ide- ideology to sit in my caucus you know uh party leaders have a lot of power and i don't have anything against that fact in and of itself you know i, I don't think he's doing anything wrong from a procedural point of view it's just from a ideological point of view for
3: me I, I mean I from an ideological point of view Are you, there's you're talking about trudeau the or right,
6: Buttigieg? Right. Trudeau. okay right. But I don't want to. We don't want to get too off topic. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, um, I think I think
2: Buttigieg is like topic. he's like the next mm-hmm. like uh, stepping stone to a more progressive Democrat stuff that that, yeah. that has a more progressive identity than a more democratic identity, and that, that progressive identity is going to be very in line with lots of like socialist policies. And then, and that's like t- I think that's a good like. A few, like I'm not like, making a prediction, but like. We were we're kind of seeing like a slow wave of that happening, yeah, yeah. you know. And he's definitely he's definitely one to watch, just
0: like Andrew Yang. But uh, moving on to our last uh, weekly update before we get to our main topic, uh, sadly uh, Notre Dame de Paris uh, partly went up in flames today. Well, I love today. how you say that with a French accent. Oh, merci beaucoup, mais je parle <laughs> francais <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, We'll Reminded talk after Frenchie. the show, uh, but uh, uh, Frank, uh, wait. He, it, it's so sad, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. to, to see, mm-hmm. you know, it it, it uh, was built uh, in twelve sixty A.D. and to see it uh, apparently eight hundred fifty six years or 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 close to later, Something just like that, yeah. you know, uh, to be destroyed that beautiful piece of architecture. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not even it's not really a political issue, but more just uh, an acknowledgement that yeah. we should it's make. Human history, it, yeah. You know, um, yeah. any so. thoughts, Ruben?
3: Honestly, like it's terrible. Like I was seeing that on the news earlier today, and i'm not gonna say i was crying but i had a little tear falling from my you know like Mm -hmm. it's a it's a national pride it's a national monument but as i was saying earlier like for like granted it's terrible but also it's an opportunity for french to for france to rebuild rebuild itself like at the end of the day it's going to create a lot of jobs. and it's always a good thing as like a symbolic
6: thing too right yeah yeah Yeah, like to rebuild the the cathedral you mean
3: exactly yeah 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 Yeah, it's going to create thousands of jobs and you know what in the Current political climate—it's not a bad thing.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But yeah.
3: Ruben,
5: as a French citizen, how does that make you feel? Do you, th- yeah? Good one. Good. <laughs> well,
3: I was honestly, going it makes there. me feel happy that my compatriots, I guess, will have jobs.
2: Yeah, that's good.
0: They just I mean, try to see me, more positively it just, into yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I mean, there was also there was also a. St- oh, go ahead. Yeah.
4: Uh, actually, something that brings me like. Kind of attention to it is that it was said that it was an accident, but at the same time, I was as I was mentioning to you, there has been an increase of vandalizing Catholic churches yeah, in France. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Right. So it's like twenty-five percent of increase compared to last year, and I find very ironic that this happened in the beginning of the Eastern mm-hmm. season for Catholics. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know that kind of makes right. me think. Like, but what mm-hmm. does it happen? Doesn't
3: happen in Paris itself. It usually happens in province. It's way smaller church. Like what we're. Talking Talking about Notre Dame de Paris is one of the biggest church in France, if not the biggest church in France. It's like literally a national monument. Mm-hmm. So I don't think anyone would be stupid. I think enough they said something that
2: 13 million people view it every year. Exactly, they go to see yeah. it? it's yeah. insane. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want.
3: It's to... not only a religious symbol; it's also like a landmark. It's yeah. a Persian landmark. I don't think that anyone would be through. stupid enough to attack it. Yeah, like, I, that would literally create like another civil war in France.
6: I don't want to, you know deny that it was an accident because accidents happen of course but i do think that we do have to consider the fact that there has been all these church desecrations and these church burnings
3: well not burning desecration and vandalized it's a bit different well no there there was one lit on fire just last week the accident theory is much more likely like we're talking about a church
6: well,
1: does anyone know 24/7? how long, like
2: but does anyone know how long we have to wait for in like to see like what's like the We have no what's going to happen. We just we one... can't know how
1: long well, it's going to take. Someone security <laughs> camera. There's
2: no like for there's no like for forensic thing or anything like that. Yeah. I'm sure like well, they're the, going the the to have to do an investigation. Yeah, they're going
6: to. The fire is not even out yet. They can't even Oh, it is out. Oh, don't know. I think oh, oh, it's it out. Yeah. Well, that's
0: terrible. It is, Um, but uh, and and I'm sure you know. Hopefully, the next one, the new
2: one's gonna be bigger and better, you know, Mm -hmm. bigger and (laughs) better.
0: Um, But uh, hopefully, we'll hear more developments about that. Um, But let's move on to our uh, main topic.
5: Topic du jour.
0: We before uh, feminism. Um, I do before, dun, dun,
2: dun. <laughs> uh,
0: before I go into my little introduction, something I wanted to do off the top of the show yep. uh, was I wanted our guests to reintroduce themselves for our audience. Uh, so, Christina, let's start with you.
7: Um. So you, you want to know what I identify as? No, just you.
0: Uh, just you.
7: Oh, okay. Well, who I'm, are you? I'm Christina. I um. I'm about to graduate from Mac in political science and communication yeah. studies. I've got about a week left, um, and then I'm done and in, into the real world. So, bittersweet moment in my life right now. That's
2: are you, ha- are you excited? Are you happy? Uh,
7: so I'm, you like I'm happy to be done, but I'm sad to be leaving that part of my life
0: mm. behind. Mm-hmm. Fair. Um, and fun fact about Christina, you actually have the most guest appearances on The Rabin Report, a total of four today.
1: Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, you just
0: seem so unenthusiastic. You're just like, okay. Uh, <laughs> I always uh,
7: beef people when I'm on, so I'm not, that's the, that's, I'm not sure how. That's why how we love much. having you on. That's why I'm really um,
1: excited
5: to have you on today, because usually I'm the one who insults everyone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's,
0: yeah. that's good. Um, and now let's go to Ruben.
3: All right. So my name is Ruben. My pronouns are he/him. And I'm currently the Equity and Campaign Organizer at the Ryerson Student Union. Uh, I graduated from Concordia University in Political Science and Judaic Studies. I also hold a rabbinical degree. And yeah, I love being on this show. It's always a lot of
4: fun.
0: Beautiful. And now let's move on to Anna.
4: Well, I'm Ana Rizzo, I've been here once, I think, yeah, and I'm originally from Venezuela, I graduated from law school, I have been to the real world since 2014, which makes me feel old, but anyways, (laughs) glad to be here
0: amazing and uh definitely helps to have a lawyer here uh (laughs) for our sake
5: Um, especially if things get really spicy oh yeah
0: oh yeah and they will and lastly we have a brand new face uh jessica thank you for being here tell us about yourself
8: what's up uh i'm jessica i'm in media production um i feel like oh my god elliot you surprised me with this whole show so i i host two other shows on spirit live One is an improv comedy show, and the other is about conspiracy theories. So this is very different, but I'm really happy to be on.
0: I'm glad that I, I'm glad that you agreed to the surprise, Um, (laughs) because I literally asked you I think the day before. You asked me at
8: work. I I was like in between making ice creams. You're like, oh, you want to be on my show? Sure. I find out what it's about today.
5: (laughs) I feel like that happens a lot on this show. We get a lot of impromptu guests. But thank you
8: so much for being here. Thanks for being here. Yeah, of course, man.
0: Yeah, and so um definitely very happy to have all of you here, uh, with differing points uh, of view.
5: Wait, so we don't get to introduce ourselves?
6: Oh I think I think the people know who we are. I
2: think th- yeah. people wanna
6: know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
5: really just want the spotlight to tell everyone, one, that I burnt my face with the curling iron. Mm. And Aww. two, I really want that's to tell your everyone. DC. That, I know go. right that's my which I literally said. <laughs> that. Um two, I finished university today. So like Yeah. So I uh yeah. Basically, just want to say that. Yeah. Well, in
0: that case, uh, Marshall and Daniel, you have anything to say?
2: Marshall, you, go, bud?
6: Uh, you know what? I have not finished university yet. I've got a little bit to go, and um, you know, the people know me. Come on, yeah. <laughs> we, we don't. Uh, do I really need an introduction? No need. Pronounce, and Daniel?
1: please, Marshall.
6: Oh, uh, don't
2: insult me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
2: Daniel. This is about feminism. Um. Very My quickly. name is Daniel. Ooh, then you're another oh, Hold on, one more time. My, I have lots of cond mouth because I've been smoking a lot, like of cigarettes and shisha, unfortunately. But let me try that again. My name is Hugo Daniel Hernandez. Um, I am not gonna graduate right now, but that's okay because I'm trying to find myself, like a, any like a Instagram model would say on their caption, you know, like on <laughs> a uh, behind the beach like this. Yeah. But besides that, what else can I say? Um, I want to get back into music, and then. I want to start doing like, some blogging stuff with this uh, website called The Soundtrack. I want to do that again. I was supposed to do one about the Tory Lanez concert that happened with the RSU, but all that shit happen, so I'm like, mm, maybe not. Fair. Um, what else do I got to do? Are you heading That's to DC anytime soon? Um, I actually <laughs> want to go visit like a friend that I made. Yeah, and so yeah, she's from like, Chicago. <laughs> yeah, she's from Chicago. So yeah, she's cool. And uh, <laughs> of course, <laughs> uh,
0: uh, last but hopefully not least, I'm Elliot. Uh, as any as everybody hopefully knows, I put the Robin in the Robin Report, uh, and uh, been doing it for three years, season six. Uh, and tonight is our season six finale. Hopefully, uh, you like the show that we have planned. So. Let me get into my classic introduction now. Our main topic, feminism. The Oxford Dictionary defines feminism as the belief and aim that women should have the the same rights and opportunities as men. Uh, Feminism's origins date back to the uh, 1830s and span to the early 1900s in which women fought for the right to vote. That was known as the first wave of feminism. The second wave of feminism focused on equal rights in the workplace and removing gender-based discrimination. Today's feminism is known as uh, the third or even fourth wave. The difference now and then is that today there is far more debate uh, about the importance of feminism. Women and men have been split on whether women have achieved equality to the utmost ability or if there's a lot more work to do uh, than ever. We asked our viewers if they thought that feminism today has improved or regressed and the results will be revealed shortly. But for now, I want to make it clear that this will be an especially sensitive show, but nonetheless nonetheless a Discussion worth having. We have done our best to create a balanced panel and we hope you can appreciate our efforts. Uh, the goal here is to have a productive dialogue with all eight of us having differing points of view. And we encourage everyone at home watching to share your thoughts as well to have them read live on air. It's late, my bad. Uh, so let's begin. Who here, right off the bat, Identifies as a feminist. So let's do our room first.
1: Oh, we're
5: going through each person. Just just raise put your, your hand, hand up. Yeah, raise your feminist. hand. I'm yeah. a proud feminist.
0: There you go. Okay, beautiful. And let's go to the uh, other room. Jess, hand up or no?
8: Hmm. No? I'm going to keep it like
0: halfway. I'm okay, like elbows up. Yeah. Uh, Ruben?
3: Both hands up. Both
4: hands
0: nice. up. thanks for that,
8: a That's <laughs> my
4: husband. <laughs> and uh, Anna? Just out.
0: Down? okay and of course last Christina. The
7: my hands up I have some I have s- I'm in the middle of it mm. but I I definitely would say I'm more hands up
0: okay very interesting uh, and I will not be voting uh, but uh, <laughs>
7: neutral
2: I abstain,
0: yeah. uh, I abstain. Uh, so you know um, I don't exactly yet want to know why the rest of you don't identify as feminists uh, but let's talk about uh, you know major major issues or misconceptions about feminism so uh, going back to the history of feminism mentioned in my opening third wave feminism has been argued to have uh, by some has been argued to have no cohesive goal or fight because it's like a time period specifically like well now today's feminism third from wave when to when. I think um, it started
4: sorry. in the 90s That's, That's way. Yeah. Okay. yeah
0: yeah so uh, would you disagree or agree with that statement Sorry, say that the third yeah. wave is like is like There's PS? it's been argued that there is no cohesive goal or fight of third wave feminism. Like you look at first wave um, and that was for the right to vote. Yeah. Second wave was for the right uh, uh, to remove gender-based discrimination
2: in uh, the workplace. Yeah. Who wants do to mind, take it? You mind if I take that real quick? You yeah, yeah. go ahead. Um I think it's a it's a it's evolved. I think it's like they've branched off into different types of feminists and stuff like that. We have like um, Marxist feminist, um, um, like so feminists, like racialized feminists, and stuff like that. It's lots of expansion into the the topic of discussion. Um, there's like certain like feminists that like branched off like radical feminists that um, don't recognize uh, trans women like a trans men or women at all or like there's there's very different polarizing views and it's all like very quickly over these last five years I think has started to branch out with uh, LGBT issues coming up into the mainstream now. Mm-hmm. So and
5: adding on to that as well I think that part of I don't I don't know if it's a goal because it's kind of I don't know something that they're always working with uh, third wave feminism I believe came about as a as a way to kind of go for the, all those things and make up for all the issues that were not looked at in second wave that I feminism. I feel it was also
2: a response to like a yeah. war and stuff like that specifically. Because yeah. like I'm... Like, I'm like, the only reason why like, I'll be somewhat well-versed in this, I'm sorry, I, I but it's like... um, I just like... I have, I'm taking this course right now called Women, War, and Peace and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And it's really focusing on like everything that happened like post like World War II and like once women entered the workforce and like, like it affects like and how like we've like maintained some like... I wouldn't say, like, a complete patriarchy, but we still have some em- elements of the patriarchy and how it's evolved into society now yeah. and, like, how gender roles are um, going against the traditional gender <coughs> roles from before, the like, 49 and 45, you know, like, so. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, it's, But I think it's if we're lot. talking about it in terms of, like... Um organized waves of mm-hmm. third wave feminism I do kind of see that it doesn't have a cohesive goal mm-hmm. like you were saying at the beginning there's a lot of different you know there's no consensus exactly right now. Yeah. whereas second wave feminism was for a specific goal and whereas first wave feminism was for a specific goal you know for women's suffrage and for uh, voting well for white women
2: specifically though, so, yeah.
5: right so yeah. I'm
4: saying
2: yeah, it's like I, yeah. Look, well, we're, that, gonna, we're gonna get, get into that. that we'll get into though. those details but we really is, see well it, yeah.
4: actually there are goals for the third wave one of those goals has been pretty much abortion rights like reproductive rights Right. So yeah. like, they do have goals, but they're not cohesive goals. It's not like
5: you're a third wave feminist if
4: you know well, what I mean. I, I would kind of disagree. And there are some feminists. Um, that, like, I, I was
5: kind of
3: yes. disagree. The goal of second wave feminist feminism hasn't been reached yet, so it has carried over on third wave, right? No, but what the I'm goal to that say everyone is has is in mind is that ruben, ruben. we want equality. This, is, this
5: is exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> be, no, what I'm trying to say <laughs> is yeah, that right. the the actual goal, right. like, were expressed. Right? There was never any specific goal explicitly expressed about third wave feminism i
6: think a big part of that could be that we're able to look back at first wave feminism and look back at second wave feminism and say that you know this is what they aimed to achieve and this is what they did achieve whether those two things are congruent or not um being in the midst of third wave feminism i think makes it harder to define um i i think when you're in the middle of a movement, mm. it's always harder to see the yeah. nuances and the kind of whole shape of a movement until it's in the past. Yeah, can... I would tend
3: to agree with that. Yeah, yeah I would agree
4: as well. That's good. Yeah. Who's
6: we? Why do you keep saying we, Ruben?
4: <laughs> Did <laughs> I say we?
6: Yeah. You said we twice now. I would no, I
4: didn't. say. We or oh, we or oh, we. Oh, we oh, yes.
7: Yeah. <laughs> in, in France. French. France. In, yeah. Is that not what you said? Oh, you're saying? I,
6: I might have misheard you.
7: No, no, no I think you misheard yes. me. Guys, can yeah. I just bring me. up one of the comments real quick? What's up, Sure. Man? So someone says ask the feminists if they enjoy a beta man. Ask them if they know what is the natural role of do it. Hi, good I not yeah. comments. Wait, why can't I keep comment? Why don't you read them?
5: <laughs> I don't see this comment anywhere.
7: Oh this my like God. just sh- this just showed up, and then yeah, he says, "I, see I think that yeah. if um, the alpha male culture and the natural process of seduction begin to spread, feminists would lose many followers. Okay. No one can deny its nature. Men and women. Okay, so um,
2: so uh, Pierre, do you disagree with homosexuality then?" <laughs> I, if you if you really I are mean, listening right now I mean let's stick to to, to no, but yeah. Yeah, that's, we, we
6: don't have to we don't have to question Pierre we can we can I'm answer his question comment can I see it on someone
5: else's I disagree, I, I, yeah. I disagree with the comment that's
6: what I'm saying I
2: disagree with the comment that's why yeah, yeah the only i are actually that, gonna like the reason why I asked that question I made such a ridiculous question it's because it's such a ridiculous statement yeah from what I'm hearing that's
7: the thing it's this okay first you have
2: to concede that that exists Okay. what's a beta man sorry
7: a beta man is just like someone so an alpha man will be like a man who takes control he's the leader uh whereas like a beta man would be the opposite of that mm. okay. yeah but everyone
3: has different type of personalities exactly. like i mean i don't think it's fair to categorize men by their ability to take control no, but exactly. i think and in that's terms another of that. thing
7: that feminism should be you know looking at is like we're if we're trying to get away from categor- categorizing women why are we putting men into these like roles of alpha and beta like well i have to uh, admit that i like beta man so
6: (laughs) (laughs) i think i can look at a guy and go yeah that's pretty beta
7: yeah but i think that's 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 unfair to say because like I, I don't Maybe hey, I don't here's know the how thing, to Here's describe. the thing I, no, I, You know what
3: There's that unfair expectation Of men Like you often hear Someone saying to their Their kids like Oh be a man But you never hear anyone Saying to their kid Be a woman Aside from like
6: And they should oh, what and mean? Sh- you, you hear people they say Be ladylike like like all the time well, But uh,
3: ladylike Doesn't mean be a woman yeah, You know what I'm saying It's is totally is it? different no, Come on There's that like expectation of men That is always decontrol Okay I'm
0: gonna
2: pause things One at a time please What is the distinction Between someone Who's a woman and someone's ladylike then what do mean. you mean
5: no no what i was saying to marshall in yeah. response is that it means something different when someone says to a guy be a man yeah versus when you tell a woman to be ladylike well, like, well, you're telling if, a guy yeah. to be a man you're telling him man up be strong like come on yeah. like you know be what don't have emotions. exactly have emotions whereas be ladylike you're telling this woman because she's not you know within a specific framework, you have to act like the way society's telling yeah, you that exactly. women have to act. So it is totally different. I'm, I'm not I fully a agree, you and just, a woman is not that...
3: defined by her lady-like in a positive
5: kind of... Eh? I don't really what know. do you mean? BMI? I don't. Think, no, you're right. I don't yeah, think. I do believe
4: right. the part of being yeah, you are feminine right. involves being ladylike. Well
7: I, think, well, I would say that there's a lot of things about me that are not ladylike, and I'm sure people who have watched this show can see that. <laughs> but I, and I don't think that defines whether like my level of femininity. Like I, am, I would say the same thing for myself. I am, a, like, I am yeah. fully a girl, and like, you know, I'm. As feminine as I can be, but like, but you're very feminine. I yeah, my appearance-wise, but there's a lot of things I do that some people would tell me, you know, like that's not very ladylike of you. Yeah, the way that I curse, the things that I talk about, I'm very, I like, I have no filter, and a lot of people have a problem with that because it's not ladylike, and it's like too, yeah, yeah, Yeah. because you guys are different. But I mean, in general, like, I don't want to be, I don't want someone to say, you're. This level of like you're you're this much of a woman because of the way that you act. It's the same thing with a man. You're still a man if you're a man. Exactly. Like,
2: like I want to say it with like two points for me because it's like like I've like I've if I tell people sometimes that you get your like eyebrows done or something like that, that's like they see it like as a guy. It's like bad, I guess, sometimes, but I don't think so. But did you get your eyebrows done? Uh, I've, I I used to, I did wax a couple times. Okay, and the, I was gonna say I haven't done it in a while. I haven't done it. I haven't done it in a while. Well, I think the 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 but, concept of mm. sorry. Go ahead. The bigger thing was though, like when like I've gone to like. A, this music festival called veld before like it's been like i've owned like twice and like last year it was a great time and pretty much everyone's like half naked or something like that right so i just got like a shirt on and, like some bandanas and some shorts on like good time right okay and for me like i've like, getting out of my comfort zone it's really sometimes it's hard and i want to do it and so like an example like, i went with um with a with a friend of mine and two of her friends and we and like they're putting glitter on them the whole time and stuff like that and i'm like oh like I've never really done that before like I'll try it and I'm like just because it's like just to experiment because it's like but the thing was like when I went to the festival and like the guy's like checking me in he's like hey like why are you wearing like a glitter I'm like dude look at everyone else who's wearing the. everyone's wearing like the most ridiculous clothes possible like why do you care why does that define my mask why does that define me as a man if I want to do something like that or I have a friend who like, paints his fingernails and he's a guy yeah. Like what, does that really matter anymore? I saw it like when I, and I noticed, and that's it. And I dropped it. I'm like, oh, that's cool, man, nice. Well, like, I wanted who, to. Why is that so I, important? I, I, you know, I, I want to
0: go back to the idea of uh, beta male versus alpha male because okay. this relates to the idea of toxic masculinity, yes. which is a big topic mm-hmm. uh that's also uh that's a whole <laughs> in, that's also uh, a big issue within you know the feminist movement. But y- you know how toxic is toxic masculinity where do we draw the line because in some cases i think uh and this is my personal view coming in i think that the the connotations of of being a man or being ladylike i think they're important just because in certain cases it's not necessarily of being you know uh being like a woman or like a man it's just being proper and being you know respecting the the the, you know the environment right and listen Mm -hmm. there's nothing
5: wrong with expressing your gender being a woman being a man there's absolutely nothing wrong with Mm -hmm. that and would you
0: say that's an issue now however
5: no no no. there's nothing wrong with that the problem becomes when you're treating people like you can you can say you know people have different roles and Mm -hmm. you know i will say that i I do like i'm a totally feminist and i believe that women can do anything men can do but that doesn't mean i don't believe that women and men have different Innate roles, I yeah. like you know biology is different, and I like that doesn't mean that I don't think that men and women can be equal. That doesn't mean I don't believe they should be paid the same. Doesn't mean I don't believe that they should have the same opportunities. It's, I think the
2: distinction is like with the legal rate. I think, but I right? Think, so it's like,
5: and listen, the same. Right. I want to like express something very important that people mm-hmm. don't recognize is that to me feminism is yes it's called feminism which you know relates more to women mm-hmm. it's about equality for all genders mm-hmm. it's not specifically for women more specifically you know it is associated with women because they were the ones who started the movement and you know it was focused on specifically women's rights yeah. but it's important well, to they're know- also
3: the one that suffered the most right
5: yeah yeah of course I, that's what we were saying but um, right. the thing is now is that say like, people are like yeah feminists they all think you know it's all about yeah so like uh shout out to my uncle watching right now jerome saying that women are in the kitchen um this is what you know like right. when people think oh yeah feminists you know they just want to like burn their bras and they want you know men to be nothing and they hate men like no i'm a feminist i'm married to a man mm-hmm. and you know what i mean like
0: but wouldn't you say there are a lot of people who are like that? Because That's what there, I there is
5: maybe there are, yeah. and I don't agree with that kind of because feminism. there.
0: Because I was going to ask. Uh, I mean, today there's a sort of negative connotation associated with feminists, and uh, they are often, you know, considered so angry. You know, why is that?
3: Well, the reason why we see it that way is because there's those social expectations surrounding the role of men and the role of women. Right? We see women that burns their bra as angry, but we don't realize that they're just expressing themselves. At the end of the day, we're upset because they're not ladylike. But at the end of the day, they're just expressing their nature and what they but want to express.
0: But if they're expressing like you know, all men are scum. They're, like then... if a
3: man is upset, like no one's gonna tell him anything, right? Like the only thing you're gonna tell him is chill out, dude, relax. But when a woman is, is upset, that a good thing? When oh, when a woman, woman can is uh, upset, for no, I fully everything agree, too. right? But <laughs> no when a woman is upset, like society has <laughs> a has a tendency to make a big deal out of it and that's based on social expectation.
7: That depends what do you the mean type of society. women cry all
6: the time. It's not don't don't better I, I think
7: I think there there needs to be a distinction made between the fact that like feminism and radical feminism are two different things. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like I would say people mm-hmm. that are you know inciting like violence and hate hate towards men and just are evil-spirited, like, that is that is not what feminism should be. And, unfortunately, that's what it's being associated would, with. Would Completely. you say that that
0: is exactly what, you know, is is taking over the third wave?
7: Well, see, the, the one thing I have an issue with is, like, feminism. So, let's say third wave started in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I agree. Like, that's 29 years ago, 1990. So, like, I totally can say that 29 years ago, there's probably things that were, like... Uh, that needed to be changed. So I would kind of address feminism now more as like fourth wave, mm-hmm. only because I do think there was, was a purpose. I up to you. Yeah, I, I do think there was a purpose at one point when it first started. So I'd say like the feminism that's kind of like, you know, doesn't have any cohesive goals would be like the more like modern fourth wave feminism. Mm-hmm. And I think fourth wave feminism is radical feminists taking third wave feminism and turning it into... I don't know, and <laughs> I want
6: to segue from that and just ask a question of Elliot. If yeah. um, uh, I, I know you mentioned getting to um, asking those who did not raise their hand when asked if a feminist, if uh, we're gonna get a chance, because I'd like to explain myself yeah, on yeah, that because I are. don't feel bad saying it. No, but, you
0: are because um, even
6: because uh, I don't want to jump to that if it's gonna come up later.
0: No, no, no. We we are gonna we are gonna talk about it um, and. Um, do you want to address that now? You want to well, talk,
4: you I don't want, to address, I don't want to address
6: it now if it's going to come up later.
4: There I mean, are I feel questions like in, conver- in the chat as well, guys.
5: Yeah, we see. We're talking Do about... Do we have
2: any... Let's see. Well, we're talking
1: about
5: let's just, of toxic I mean, masculinity. I, I, I mean, Wait, I calling wanna, someone beta
2: is a negative way or calling someone oh, alpha is a negative oh, way. On. I've never heard that Hold on hold, on, hold on. Oh, it's like, Elliot? Oh, yeah. My bad, my
0: bad. Um, I want to uh, go back to the idea of equality and and roles that Tamara you brought up. Mm-hmm. Is there and this is kind of going into the future of feminism, which is you know a little later in the show, but we can talk about it now. Uh, is there really a point in which men and women will be fully equal? Because mm. when you talk about the roles, aren't don't both genders have certain strengths and weaknesses that will never like? There's no such a way that they're going to be completely equal, or you know what? What's your stance on that?
5: Wait, I different does um, not mean oh. unequal. I just want right. to say that that right. I was just going to say yeah.
7: I was going to chime in and
0: that's
5: just a really say good it. Way to put it. yeah I, I simple, really want to be your to best friend by the way because I feel like we really connect on this <laughs>
7: yeah okay but, well will we'll, we'll, we'll give you my number after. yeah yeah
5: after okay. <laughs> but I just I think that that's something really important to know mm-hmm. is that just because you know you are different and you know you're better like forget the, the men and women right now right now okay if, if in RTA right in, in uh, my program at university, someone is better at editing than I am. Someone is better at filming than I am. Yeah. Someone is better at hosting than I am. But in my humble opinion, no one is better at writing than I am. That's an example. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. So like everyone, when we make a show, everyone's doing their own thing, right? Yeah. I'm the writer. This person's the host. This person's that, etc. And... It comes together, and you have something great, and you know you have an amazing show because everyone did what they what they contributed to it. We all contributed equally. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like the same thing applies to men, women, you know, trans people when it comes to to uh, gender roles and that kind of thing. Is that it doesn't matter if you're not all doing the same thing,
1: mm-hmm.
5: as long as you're all treated equally with equal respect. That's all that matters because everyone and
7: equal opportunities.
1: Exactly, yeah, exactly
5: having equal opportunities. Telling someone you can't do this because you're a woman. I mean, I don't know how many things like that happen nowadays. Explicitly, and, I mean, personally, I've never come into that. I've never come into that situation. Um, those kind of things, I, I think, like that's not right. But you know, saying that you know men and women and trans people are different is mm-hmm. a totally different you
4: know argument. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but uh, for example, what do you think about? when people say like, oh, there are not enough women in technology. Therefore, in order to get women in technology, we need to create quotas. So we push women into technology. But when you look at other careers, there are also the other case around, like there are a lot of women in certain careers and not a lot of men.
2: Because we've we've socialized women to believe that they can't do these certain jobs and stuff like that. How no, but How what we? if
4: you are it's actually pushing like, the women? That,
2: there, there is there not certain jobs or not, There's one thing that in my feminist class that we talk about is like almost everything you can think of is gendered to some degree. Mm -hmm.
6: Yeah, but don't you think
4: that it's gendered for certain reasons, for certain traits, for certain personality types? Right. Right. And
6: I think that everything is gendered and that's fine Mm -hmm. and good. Um, There's a reason why all across the world women are teachers. This is not something that's unique to Western civilization. This Mm -hmm. is something that was briefly not the case in the late 1800s and early 1900s when only men were allowed to be teachers.
3: Well, that's also socialized to a certain extent. Like, if you don't mind me interrupting, like, when women started having access to, I guess, the workforce, the patriarchate, whatever you call it, men, deemed women only good enough to take care of children and to be teachers. So that also that particular job, that field has no, been no, has it's like Charlie, a limiting Ruben. it's limiting. Isn't I will it?
4: tell you because of my example. When I was in high school and I finished high school, I was one hundred percent sure I was going to get into engineering but i went to law school i don't believe law is like teaching at all in a certain extent
3: yet and i was just responding to marshall saying that yeah. there's a, there's a huge amount of women that goes into teaching but what i was answering to a certain extent is that that's whole that's also been socialized to a certain extent right women have been pushed have been pushed to have certain job because society has been organizing it that way we've
2: organized these traditional
3: gender roles well, I, organize that I, also way.
7: Just, I just want to add to that so yeah. like i i do think that women have been socialized to do certain things more than others mm-hmm. but i i do want to kind of address the fact that naturally when we, when we talk about like natural instincts women are are better caregivers, and I'm not saying that men can't be good caregivers. I'm saying that naturally, women are more inclined to be like they're gent- they're more gentle. They're like, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's nature. That's not even me. Yeah, having... and it's a generalization. Yeah, but I would push the argument a little further, for right? For their... Like, well, where, yeah, does yeah. Natu- where does room? this
3: natural instinct come from,
7: right? right. Well, but I would say that it natural room instinct for there to be exceptions to a rule, right? Yeah, yeah, but I think I think that what what I'm saying is. It, it, it's natural based on the fact that like women are, you know, th- their their sex is to to bear children and mm-hmm. to and and I'm not and I'm not saying that this isn't have some aspect of socialization because I definitely agree with that. But I look at even like uh, my own parents and my mom is a teacher and I genuinely think that she is the right like the, she should be a teacher. Um, my dad would not do as well as her in the job because of the way that they are naturally mm-hmm. you know w- my mom is more patient she's um you know women are more emotional they're they're caregivers and i'm not saying that that isn't somewhat influenced by socialization but i do think that there's a natural aspect of women being i also more caring. believe it's
4: like the aspect that that men they have the testosterone and that makes them take more risk and be more like well you yeah know, that's like what i mean it's, it's of like force.
7: when you think about about certain jobs like and I can even just say myself like in university I've had like uh female profs that I've been um I felt much more like um comfortable with I've like appreciated the way that they like handle a class more and it's Mm -hmm. not to say that male profs aren't just as good as them I'm just saying like in my own personal experience I do think women naturally are just like softer mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that a man
5: can't be like, oh
7: no no, no 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 no! no i'm t- adding oh, on to what yeah. you're saying I know, you, yeah. I know you're saying
5: that too yeah. because i feel like a lot of times people think like when you make these generalizations that doesn't yeah. mean that there can't be room for for exceptions it doesn't just because you say women are natural doesn't mean so, that like a woman is not any less a woman if she's not nurturing it. you know what i mean
2: so like to say that like it's okay for a man to be softer does that mean like, by that same principle it's okay for a woman to be like harder like by of the course. way I'm
5: yeah because well, not, no, no, not everyone has to maintain that
2: trope of lady-likeness also. you know, that, or
0: something exactly, like that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, this social going back to the socialization
2: um, uh, in in.
5: Are you dying? <laughs> No, You're
2: my good. lungs fucking hate me right now. Sorry mom and dad, i <laughs> smoking way um, too much. This <laughs> is the jewel, bro. I'm sorry. I got to I got to throw uh, that shit out once so, I'm done with it.
0: So this socialization though to play devil's advocate, would you say that it has worked in a positive way to be able to sustain society for this long?
5: Well, okay. I think that that's I, I don't know. Like uh, I think specifically in I'm trying to like form my thoughts here
3: all right so so while you figure it out like there's something called the chaos theory right so basically the theory is pretty simple the world is chaos and we're looking at it from hindsight and we try to make sense of the chaos right So same idea can could apply here right those i guess this socialization is not necessarily good or bad but we're just trying to make sense in the world so what we do is that we're trying to make sense of it and we say that you know what the world has been doing fine with this kind of model so then that must be good but that's not necessarily true
5: Okay, Ruben, my love. I really, did, I'm gonna like. I'm too tired to understand that, honestly. Mm-hmm.
2: Which he's too smart for us. <laughs>
5: I know he's too smart. Right? I can't. But no. But what I do think specifically is that, sorry, Elliot threw me off because I have something in my. All teeth.
2: Good. <laughs>
5: <laughs> mm, No, Kobe. I don't think uh, Ruben is a mansplainer. Um, I think we're going to
0: talk about that too. Actually, okay, sure.
5: But what I want to say is that, like, specifically, okay, my best friend. She's in engineering, and I know Anna was talking about you know quotas and do i think that's necessarily a solution not necessarily but i think it's important to talk about just because you know women are more likely to be successful as teachers or as lawyers or whatever you know the uh, statistic is that's not to say going back to what we were talking about about generalizations that you know women can't be in science and women can't be in engineering no no and i know that's not what you're saying but i want to go along with that and say one of my best friends is actually in engineering Mm -hmm. and she you know she's not you know like a uh, you know intense feminist She never identified as that and in her classes in engineering it's all dudes it's completely she's one woman i think in a class of let's say 50 people Mm -hmm. like per class and teachers explicitly will say to her as they're doing things like they're mixing cement and i think she does civil engineering Mm -hmm. um they're mixing cement and he'll turn to her and he'll say yeah, like you're mixing it like, you know, same way like with a paintbrush or when you're mixing when you're mixing uh, pancakes.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: And <laughs> the thing the fact that he looks at her and yeah. he's not looking at the other guys in the class. He's looking at a woman. Right. Like that's not okay. Yeah. That's mistreating her because of her gender. Yeah. The, and that's not the only thing it's, that happened to it her. Is. It is. Another thing happened to her when, you know, she was um brushing something to do with uh cement again, whatever. She's like brushing something. Mm-hmm. A different teacher looks at her and is like, Yeah, it's like um imagine it's just like a makeup brush. And she looks at him. She's like, "What makes you think that I'm like spending all my day, you know, playing with makeup brushes? I'm in engineering. I'm serious."
2: But they, I, I, But
5: I'm saying that that is not. Is a that something unique about situation? Is no, that no, no. something
2: about engineering students to say more about it though? Just like the what? way that like, the culture is, it is, or I don't okay, know. it doesn't
5: matter. That's not what my what my point is. Okay. My point is is the fact is that she is this uh, a woman in that field mm-hmm. and that's not like you can find so many more of similar examples to that mm-hmm. like that's not unique
2: right it happens to every single person that's in that kind of program or something or like, that, like women in almost. science in
5: general but the question is um, and I want to direct this at Anna like yeah. I know you were saying you know quotas aren't the right thing but how can we solve that because this clearly is an issue well because even yeah
4: the thing is that I believe that you should let women pursue what they want to pursue without mm-hmm. putting you know these kind of rules for example I used to work in a technology department and yeah I know I'm a lawyer I don't know what I was doing there but anyway mm-hmm. so the point is that uh, a lot of women were working in the department and they were amazing but it's because it was their passion you know just like it's a case of your friend but to impose quotas and maybe to stop giving those positions to men that are so passionate about it just because oh you know we need to get this by rule we need to get this by force I mean it's not the right thing to do if women want to be teachers let them be teachers if women want to be lawyers let them be lawyers if they want to be engineers, let them be.
3: I don't think quota is by force. I mean, I think it's just yeah. a way to reverse like a cycle. But it's a slow process. Well, and that's it's a way to. Right it's now. just a way to reverse like a mentality that has taken hold in STEM, right? Like as Tamar mentioned, her friends so wasn't masculinity exactly. Right her friend it's was in classes. Like, like it's like mixing. It's <laughs> like mixing pancake batter. <laughs> like you clearly see that the professors have a problem with women, right? What so mean? by imposing quotas,
5: no, he has an it? idea of what women are. What
3: exactly. So oh. by imposing quotas, you're going above that idea and you're telling them look at the person for what they are give them an equal opportunity because you have to take them in God, But
5: it's I'm
4: because i well, we already Martian. have equal opportunity I'm being when you with men. you again. can have equal opportunities if you're good as men. But it's
3: not equal opportunity if there is no quotas in the way yes. that
4: why ah. quota what the quota, well, quota takes what away sa-
6: equal opportunity
3: no all i'm saying is that there is there is a problem there is a cultural problem within those programs where the professors and the decision makers See women as I'm less the only qualified. One not fun.
6: seeing the egregiousness of this situation, like which it, one is it inaccurate to describe this as like mixing pancake okay, batter?
5: But why is that directed at the one woman in the room and not as any man? Have you never made pancakes before?
2: No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like pancakes.
5: Okay, but I'm saying like I'll tell you, I've never made pancakes in my life, right? So for him to, but it's
2: more like a housewife stereotype is what's going right, on there. That's the point. That's the main that thing. is the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, going to this uh,
0: quota discussion uh, mm-hmm. and about what Anna mentioned uh, and, and what uh, Ruben mentioned, let's bring an example that's very that hits very close to home. Um, this show was told that we are not diverse enough because we oh, didn't have- Oh, that was like in the beginning, we, though. But still, it goes yeah. back to this quotas. So when we so, first started, you when I we first started, know? When we I Do you mind if I go on to that
2: story, though? Do you want if we go on that story? which one I don't want to go too detailed into it. No, no, no. He, he, but That's what he's fact, doing. Yeah, but
0: just the fact that we were told that we weren't diverse enough because we were apparently four white men even though we were two Jews an Arab and Arab and a Hispanic and one white man. But um <laughs> I'm in
2: 1.1% Ashkenazi Jew. Now. Oh yeah, sorry. So <laughs> three
0: well, Jews. Two and a half that was Jews. My dad. Um, uh, but nice. just just that concept alone and it's like People always, uh, you know, attack me like say, why don't you have a woman on the show? Why don't you have this on the show? I was never against it. It's not a matter of of, of
7: uh, having intentionally yeah, not yeah. having a intentionally. Woman on the show. It's a matter not of reached out to you. Exactly.
0: And so when you talk about quotas, though, um, that's why it's like I find it very offensive when I have been told, well, go find a woman, you know, and it's like I want. Women on the I, what, show because they want to be on the show and because they're interested, like Tamar. Not just because you they're know, a woman. I, no, I said. No, of course I, not. That's why exactly. Yeah. But so, that,
5: isn't that not part of the problem? And is that not part of identity politics that we were talking well, about? Well, yeah. I'm bringing
0: it back to the quotas discussion because, okay. like, Anna, you know, your experience uh, going into to, to becoming a lawyer, you know, did you feel discriminated against because you were a woman?
4: No, the opposite. In my classroom, we were like thirty women and only two men. They were minority.
6: And did you guys discriminate against them?
4: Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <Not.
6: laughs> yeah, I mean, when it um, comes to having women on the Rabin Report, as one example, or just anything where there's a demand, a forcible demand from some sort of authority saying mm-hmm. you have to have more of this group included in this activity, mm-hmm. in this undertaking, you end up with less qualified people. Because if we were forced to say... You know, get rid of Marshall. He's too white, too straight, too male. He's gone. Go find a woman right now. I mean, maybe the maybe Elliot and the team would have found a excellent woman for the show. And this was, of course, years before Tomorrow was here. Mm-hmm. But maybe. In their rush, I would say likely in their rush, they would take whatever they could get, which means they're scraping the bottom of the barrel for whoever is willing to come on the show. And I, there are a lot of people who are willing to come on the show that simply are not good candidates for radio. And I but think they it, also
5: it, end up having an echo chamber, right? Because yeah, if you can sure. only have certain people who have certain views, but not other people who have other views, right. then you're all just repeating the exact same thing. You don't have, you know, this kind of discussion.
0: Mm-hmm. You're saying without the quotas.
5: I'm saying no. I'm saying like going with what Marshall was saying about specifically about this show is how, you know, you were told, you know, you can't like it's not like I can appreciate, you know, saying you need to have diversity, you know, for a school show in Mm -hmm. order to be put on their website. They have rules. You know what I mean? Like that's Mm -hmm. fine. You're there entitled to have their own rules. Yeah. But I also understand, you know, if you have if you're telling people you can't be on the show because of X, Y and Z and you don't have enough women and you don't have enough, you know, this type of thing, Mm -hmm. this type of person. Then you end up having an echo chamber because if you do have to find all those people, you know you have all these people with the sim like along the line agreeing with whatever these professors are telling you. You need Mm -hmm. to have on the show, and then you don't have an interesting show at all. And I feel like it
0: it, it does a disservice to you know to uh, you know women, for example, because it's like they're considered a token, and I don't want that. You know what I mean? No, that's what that's
7: what I was gonna say say too is that like. I think that the concept of um, like, just going back to quotas, for example, Mm -hmm. like the concept of that is like, I think it has good intentions. Um, And I do think that there's certain, at at least in the past, there were certain scenarios, you know, where women just were not allowed, not even necessarily not allowed, they were just discouraged from doing certain things. And I think like quotas are kind of more of an encouraging thing for women. But I do think to some extent it can be like, am i being hired into this role because i'm qualified for it and i'm the best possible person for this position yeah, or am i being something. am i being chosen um because I'm a woman, and that's basically all I have going for me. Right, but you're the, not the, the only woman
3: order. that applies. You're competing against other women as well, right? So you're not yeah, paying yeah. for the position just because you're a woman. It's because you're the best woman out there. Yeah,
4: yeah but, but it's because, a, because it a woman think, can be even better than a man. But I, oh well, yeah, uh, and not, I also, I'm totally not arguing you with can that. Compete. All I'm
3: saying is that in those specific programs that have a quota, there is. There is a problem. The problem is the fact that professors and decision makers, I'm pre- repeating myself out here, have a problem in the way they view women. They don't see them as capable as men. Mm-hmm. So in this particular case, the university imposed a quota to change that kind of I- change that kind of idea in a way.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: And A quota doesn't change the way – pr- I'm actually paraphrasing it a it comment that we got. Them, it but, forces
3: them to um... – Forces them to to include them into the program, and then they'll uh, realize that they're as good as men.
6: I mean, Professor Pancake Batter isn't gonna stop <laughs> telling women that you know mixing cement is like mm. mixing pancake batter just because there's a quota. If there's in the no one.
3: Sector. If there's no one to tell them like, about it, they'll never okay. stop. But if there's a woman in the class to tell them, listen, what you're doing is sexist. Eventually, you'll stop.
6: Well, yeah. why so, can't she you know, just say that anyway like, without a quota? You know
2: why, you know
3: why well, not because without okay, a quota, though? she wouldn't be in the class. What do you mean? Because that prop wouldn't the class. take her in. Okay, no, <laughs> no, no,
1: that's not true. <laughs> I don't think no, they had a she, quota,
3: but, then. But the reason,
2: She's obviously
5: in the class, and they're clearly not filling the quota.
2: But the reason this, like, pancake like, comment is made is because it's, like, um, like, an example, if it was in a reverse situation and, like like, a bunch of, like, women were doing the same thing towards a man, like, maybe they would get a little bit, like, like... They'd probably get bothered by it, but they're, they're Sorry, not. The they're not gonna like... get. They're not gonna get as bothered as a woman because like we don't really experience like that on a regular basis. Right, you but know? no one
3: will make that comment to you a man. You would never have that's that, that point.
5: comment made to you. I know.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's like, also
5: you have to understand being target like not you know it's not like a hateful thing. So I don't. I hate to use the word like targeted, but like yeah. being singled out
1: mm-hmm.
5: in front of a class yeah, being othered of when you're already yeah. othered. You know, yeah. like everyone's already you know making you feel uncomfortable for whatever reason it is you're already you know you're a minority in that situation Mm -hmm. so for your professor who you know you're every day you're fighting to just you know prove that you belong there like this girl is brilliant she gets top grades like she does amazing things and it's not like this girl's never you know made pancakes in her life Mm -hmm. she's you know she mixes cement she i mean i don't know i honestly i I don't have any idea about engineering so Mm -hmm. I, i don't can't go into much better examples yeah but like she knows exactly what she's doing so why do you have to give the example and dumb it down for her yeah exactly that's the issue it's think, not like, the example itself
2: i think i'm empathetic to the situation um more specifically because um kind of like it's kind of an eye-opener in taking this like feminist class and stuff like that and like full disclosure like, i'm not gonna say i'm like i was like anti-feminist before that class or but like i know like maybe like a year ago or like a while back i was like Really like watching lots of like conservative content that was like that really created a very super like anti-feminist like agenda that's like more like, but like that they basically used like the radical feminist ideas and they maybe they associated it with the, with I would say is the the true definition of feminism. Right, you'd
3: right? be like judging a political movement by extreme no right. No, no, no but not the, fair.
2: my point is because when I took this feminist class, it's like. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even consider like the the gender population of the classroom, and I'm like, oh wait, it's me, two other guys that are in this class, and we're the only dudes. And it's like, and I, got literally like, it was like slightly intimidating. It was like not cause like not that it was like, like uh, not that I got scared or anything like that, but it's like, I was like walking on eggshells and like trying to be careful because like the last thing I would want to do is like say something wrong or say something that could be con- misconce- misconstrued as something offensive or anything like that. Right? It's like. And then I had the conversation with, with the with the professor. It's like, um, yeah, it's like I've never experienced that before. But then women who are, have do that have this experience that every day, right? So it's like, that's would like you compare the best of-
0: quotas to affirmative action? for know.
2: for college and affirmative actions
0: are a kind of quota
2: where we go do they benefit
6: do they benefit students it depends how you see it i suppose depends um, on who yeah. there's
7: there is one thing uh with that that's actually kind of problematic the affirmative action thing is it's also um i know there's cases of uh asian students mm-hmm. uh, uh, because they up yeah, yeah. they're such um because there's such a high population and i'm not I don't know if that's, like, insensitive to say, but that's just No, they're, like, 5%, it is. 5%,
2: not 5%, but, like, a decent yeah, so, percentage of Americans.
5: Yeah, so
7: there's, there's actually, like, an issue of when it comes to affirmative action, the people that it's supposed to be benefiting, it's, like, kind of going against them, and it's, like, mm-hmm. well, there's too many Asians, so we're not going to accept, like, we're going to accept other people so that we can, like, level it out, which I don't agree with. And I also think that if you are capable, and, and I think maybe in the past certain like races and genders had a hard harder time getting into certain universities because that's that's valid there was yeah. there was a time where that was a hard where some people had a harder time i think now if you have the grades if you can um afford to go to school and if you're a good candidate i do i do think that you can get into school and i I'm, I'm also speaking from like going to mac and um there's like no white people right and like Again, not in an insensitive way, just like those people earn those grades and it has nothing to do with race, gender, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know. Affirmative action for me is like maybe at one point in time that was like an effective way to allow those who deserve to be in school to go because they were being held back for social reasons. I think now affirmative action doesn't have as much of um, an importance anymore.
2: I think the real issue is with that like in terms of like racial discrimination and by extension gender discrimination is like um, like in the American and Canadian university system like we have all of these like I forget the term for it but like like, like they're born here for like ever, like generation, like generational families or something like that. Legacy, legacy families. families. Thank you. That's more of the issue that happens right now, like with the college admissions crisis that just mm-hmm. came out. How many, how many racialized people could have probably gotten an opportunity if they didn't give it to some Hollywood actress? You know? And, hey, and that, uh, that would have been the tools for to escape poverty. You know, right? so They used like, to not let
6: Catholics into university in the U.S. So mm-hmm. all I'm saying is, if any of these schools <laughs> want to send me a uh,
1: ah, free ride,
6: send me in a free affirmative action admission yeah. free ride I'm waiting I'll so, be waiting But it's interesting but that's very interesting
2: though because that's never been a case with the universities here. The discrimination is only based on gender or on race.
3: Well, uh, that's not true up to like I think like early 9 uh, early 1900s but, Jews that was a quote of Jews of McGill and at right. UFT as well that's yeah. why York was created
2: right. But we've never seen this like yeah it's like yeah I guess so. Yeah but
5: Elliot but, I just want to ask you if mm-hmm. if um I I want to know if you could get into Uh, talking about why people, and specifically here are our panelists, why they are uh, anti-feminist or not Um, identifying as feminists, because I'm interested to hear their opinions.
7: I also kind of want to get into, like, Me Too and stuff. But
5: that way... Guys,
1: guys, we still got 40 There's minutes left. Um, I wanted
5: to go,
0: firstly, before we get into uh, the Me Too movement, I want and before why some of us don't identify as feminists, I want to get into that concept of, of female empowerment because we were talking about quotas and how they help women. So actually going right into the Me Too movement, um, you know, Let's talk about it. Is it empowering for women? Is it uh, wh- like, Because ha- when it started, it w- it started as an empowering movement, I and need then a beer for this. and <laughs> then a lot of people. It's a lot of stuff to handle. Uh, hold on. A lot of people became very sensitive about it, and a lot of you know men were starting to say like, "Oh, I don't want to hire women because um, I don't want to be uh, you know called out for something I didn't do," which took away that's, from that's the more way of thinking, but I'm it, sorry, I know.
2: Well, I know, you not you're it, I know, I know, I know. We're talking know, about female
5: empowerment, and I yeah. can tell you, okay, maybe it's because I'm personally, you know, anti-establishment, so that's my own thing. Yeah. I do not feel empowered whatsoever by the, the Women's March. Um, or Is that partially
2: because of the anti-Semitism well, that runs Well, I, I
5: think that specifically as a Jewish woman... You mean like woman, the massive
2: one that like, with the Trump had and like, um, the ones yeah, that they really had. the one really with have? Linda Sarsour, yeah.
5: Tamika Mallory, yeah, yeah. I think that because... I don't think it's just the anti Semitism. Obviously that's personally why myself and other Jewish women don't feel um connected to it. But I I, I think that what I wanna know what their goal is. Like yes, you know, I, I understand when it comes to like you know, being believed and having the right to abortions, like that's fine. Express, but express your goals. What explicitly is the? And yeah, Jen added, like Louis Farrakhan. There are so many people mm-hmm. within this women's march movement that it to me feels like you're only a feminist if you can only be mm-hmm. part of our
4: movement if. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I like, agree. no, that is not.
1: Yeah. Sorry, that's the, that's the
4: other thing that I was yeah. going to say. Like, for example, in in your case, is uh, the anti semitism. In my case, is is abortion. Yeah. So it's like, oh, if you're a woman who is pro life, you are not a feminist. What feminists? The, the previous feminist waves, they didn't like. They were not pro abortion. Starting with yeah. that. And Anna,
5: listen. Like personally, I, for myself, am not pro abortion. Like I myself would not have an abortion. Uh, I hope I never have to be in that situation where I have to consider it. Mm -hmm. However, that doesn't mean I don't believe, I am completely pro choice. I'm never going to tell someone what to do with their body. That's my view on it. But I'm saying to tell a woman, like if you're a woman who's pro, you know, who's, who's, um, Mm anti-abortion I think I'm I'm so late so I'm like trying to make sure I'm Mm -hmm. making pro-life I think yeah yeah Yeah. someone who is pro-life and you go to other women and are and you know to people and say you can't do this you don't do that and start telling other women how to live their lives because of your ideology and you're not you know it's not uh let live live and let live I think that's when you can get into be a problem however I think that if you want to be a group of women and women empowerment, you need to be there for all women. You can't say, you can only be part of our movement if you believe this, if you believe that, if you act like this, if you act like that. And that is a huge problem for me. And I
2: that's think, and, why I it's, it's because feminism has become way too politicized and unfortunately it's been way too politicized as a left-leaning issue when it shouldn't be an issue that's only existent
1: and in the left. Another you know? thing that
4: happened in the, in the Women's March is that they started to say that if they are not diverse enough, they are not going to have the march, or they were having issues with that. That's another stupid. Goes back thing. to like, the quotas, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, the
0: quotas are a problem. And this, so now exactly where is uh, where I was headed with the issues of you're not a feminist, this, you're not a feminist, that. Now let's get into why some of us don't identify as feminists,
6: Marshall. Um, You know, it's tough because I almost want to identify as a feminist because it's it's so hostile with people saying, excuse me, that you need to be a feminist. The idea among feminist thinkers and feminist identifying people from what I see is that everybody has to be a feminist. If you're not a feminist, it's some sort of crime against humanity. And to that end... I would like to say, okay, sure, if if everybody, if this is something that everybody should legitimately be, then okay. But then, that has certain implications, and I'm not okay with those implications. Like, somebody will say, you know, you're not a feminist because you're pro-life, or something like that. And I am pro-life, and I, I you know, that does make me uh, incompatible with feminism in many aspects. Or, you're mm-hmm. not a feminist because you don't fight for equal pay and you know that's not something that i particularly care about to be honest we're, we're going to get to equal um, pay about that yeah but you know if i if i want to i call myself a feminist you know for convenience sake it's just going to be taken away from me by people who don't see eye to eye with me on certain issues anyway
7: yeah, it's yeah also i was i was just going to say i think it's 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 one it's one like People should have that choice, like whether they want to be like I identify with this, because we have that right to like align ourselves with things that concern us and things that we find important. And some, and I don't know, it's you can't tell someone they have to be a feminist. Mm-hmm. I do think I do think that there's like the ideologies of feminism that like people should just that should just be a standard that people like uphold. You know, like even if you don't identify as a feminist, like you should still there should like societal things like believing in equality Mm -hmm. like and that doesn't necessarily mean you have to identify as a feminist. Yeah, like you have that choice. And, and it's also and to note the difference between that
5: because you can be, you know, not identify as a feminist, but also not necessarily be a misogynist. And I want to, yeah, no, exactly. I, I, I
0: want to jump to uh, <clears throat> Jessica uh, for you to for you to chime in because you you said that you consider yourself, I guess, an egalitarian, not necessarily a feminist.
8: Yeah, I did like the ninety degree like dab motion when you told me <laughs> like raise or not raise. I feel like. I agree with the issues that I brought up. Like, I've been treated differently before because I'm a girl, and that stuff's frustrating. Like, some of the stupidest examples, one time a guy wouldn't pass me a football, but the last year I was the captain of the football team. Uh. One time I wasn't included in a basketball game, even though I've been junior and senior captain, and I'm like man, I'm six feet tall, just someone passed pass me the ball. Mm -hmm. But I think... (laughs) Get out of the way. (laughs) Yeah, man, I'm like, I'm just a living tree. Give me the basketball. (laughs) Um, But I think sometimes, uh, like, the reactions to things that we find offensive, sometimes, for me, they're a little too much. For me, they're a little too angry. I think, for me, I'd, I'd rather focus on... Educating someone on my standpoint and trying to understand where they're coming from rather than, you know, like shutting people down. Because I feel like that never works. Mm-hmm. And, and and I feel like that's personally, that's a lot of what I see. And that's why I wouldn't necessarily label myself as a feminist. And
0: I want to continue with you because um, coming from, you know, a different cultural background than, say, myself or Tamar or Daniel, um, things are <laughs> different uh, in, in India, right? Would you say the cultures. Very different in terms of the feminist movement? I mean Like is that is that part of the reason you feel the way you feel?
8: Uh I mean I was I was raised a little bit differently. Like I was raised to be super tough. Like I went to military school, I've done sports my entire life. Uh my dad, whenever he goes somewhere, he turns around and he's like, You go to the man of the house. I'm like, you got a boss, I'll protect the family. <laughs> um but I think like I think it is an issue, like, sometimes it's just, like, a cultural difference, right? Because for a long time, like, the roles of women and men are defined by the culture that they're in, and, like, sometimes, like, I get a, I get some, like, I get some crap from, like, you know, like, people within my own own culture, but it's never, like, it's never them trying to insult you or trying to be, like, oh, my God, women suck. It's more, like, oh, are you sure you want to be doing this? Are you sure you want to be so, like... Uh, I don't know, what's the word?
0: Um, masculine, different? or Yeah,
8: like kind of like masculine. Like, Are you sure you want to step outside of these bounds? Maybe because that person has never seen how that works in a different mm-hmm. society. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. so
0: how do you, like, your interpretation of the culture, let's say there, mm-hmm. and the culture here, um, you know, which would you prefer? Or at least are there aspects of both that you like?
8: Um, I, it's, I think it's tough to group all of India into just like one thing, right? Because there's so many different people. There's so many different religions, like, okay, like for me, like my own family, like my dad and my brothers are Sikh, but my mom is Catholic. And then my little brother looks I've I've been asked a couple of times. It's like, hey, why is your little brother Asian? Because like, certain parts. <laughs> it's just it's it's like an amalgamation of so many different places. So yeah. for example, I I went to India in um in December and I stayed for about four weeks, and that actually was one of my concerns. I was just reading about it because I'm like, oh wow, I haven't been back to the motherland in like a hot second. So let me read up about it. And then I hear all these scary stories about like you know, um. A violence against women in India and I actually had a talk with my mom about it and she was explaining to me you know it's not like that everywhere and a lot of the times the reasons why this this kind of this kind of um God damn it! words like this kind of like violent culture develops is because people are not educated people mm-hmm. don't necessarily know right from wrong but like for like, example so example. i was in yeah. one place like i was awesome. in new delhi and like there the crime rates are high but then after that i went to a place called dimapur where it's a lot it's a lot better because um the population of men and women are almost equal and then you go to another place and it's it's all different 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 in india so you can't group all of it together and be like one stance you know I have
4: a question for you. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah, no worries.
8: But do you think that in India, the violence is especially focused on women? I think so. Have you guys ever heard about the documentary called India's Daughter? Mm -hmm. Yes, Mm -hmm. I watched it once. Yeah, so that that, that highlighted... um, Shoot me your question one more time. Like, is the violence especially focused on women? I think so, because it's kind of like coming from, like, a patriarchal society. There's... When I went to India, there was actually this campaign going on. So, like, I saw it on, like, the sides of the airports. It was um advocating to, like, change the way the voting system is because... And the main reason was, like, because there are, like, women who are, like... um Abuser, they're not allowed to have a voice because like um, they're in like this patriarchal system that kind of silences them.
2: That's a law, or does that mean they get like they?
8: No, no, no. It's not. It's not it's a, a law. System. So basically, there's like um, right
2: controlling husband that refuses to let them to go out to vote. Is what you're yeah, saying? Yeah,
8: like kind of like that. Like sometimes in like smaller villages and stuff. Like you know, like right. the whole like issue with like the dowry and like now the
2: oh right now yeah the woman
8: and like like when I was born, mm. uh, 1998 baby. So when I was born, like my parents <laughs> who didn't they the the doctor couldn't even tell my parents, like, whether I was a boy or a girl because female infanticide is such an issue. It's so, like, sometimes when people find out, it's like, oh, I'm having a daughter. It's horrible. Yeah. So, so, like, horrible. my parents didn't even know. So, Dude. what's
0: the feminist movement in India like with that being such an issue? Because that's not something we see as a as a major issue here, female yeah. infanticide.
8: I mean, from what I've seen, um, there's a lot of movements around, like, uh, ending violence against women in uh India that goes um, around with, like, um, it, it, it's, from what I've seen, the, the focus is mainly on, like, education. And then I saw another documentary that was um, aiming to um, add more women to the police force because there have been, like, really awful cases of corruption mm-hmm. in within the Indian police system where it's like, you know, even these police officers are guilty of committing these atrocious, uh, atrocious crimes against women. Right. you mm-hmm. know in India is such like yeah you don't population so it's like you and, know it's, it's, it's just like trying to find a solution for this
0: and now I want to go into a, a darker topic but would you agree that there is a rape culture in India would you feel that uh,
8: again I I I wouldn't be comfortable saying that because India is so different, like, from the north to the south. It's people, that's a misconception
2: different. around the, the Indian nation, though, that, because, like, I have a friend, like, uh, you can shout out to Raina if she does see this. But um, she's from, I believe, uh, Gujarat, and that's, like, a northern side, and like, with people with fair skin, and then, like, different, like, west and east, and they all have different um, skin mm-hmm. tones, pretty much, right? It's very diverse, like, in, on a, on that color, like, aspect, but it's, mm-hmm. like... And yeah. in color, as
6: I understand, does play an important role in a lot of, uh, and correct me if I'm saying something wrong here, but in a lot of the, the socio... economic. Well, more just the culture, no. color is, is kind of something that's important.
8: Yeah, yeah, you're right about that, like, um... Like colorism is a thing. Like I don't know if you guys know this, but this is a big thing in India. There's a uh, skin whitening cream called Fair India. Yeah. You got yeah. it. There's yeah. fair and It happens for men. in the
2: West Indies too, right? In Jamaica and Haiti, mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's mm-hmm. like they real or in Africa specifically. Yeah. I-, I think that's mm-hmm. that's where I saw the my uh my source from that though
8: there yeah. was actually a controversy around uh, a couple of years ago the uh, miss america who was indian mm-hmm. she was like of course like she got a couple of co- like uh racist comments being like oh miss taliban lmao but then you know you brush that off but then beyond that there were comments from indians themselves being like she's too dark to be mm-hmm. M- miss mm-hmm. america i was like damn man that's whack <laughs> yeah but i i really feel like it, that's that's changing a lot like i've just even like seeing it as um i guess a quote unquote outsider i feel like there are a lot of positive movements mm-hmm. to empower women in india so would you the- say
0: it's harder to fight in india because there's that much violence against women that it's um, harder to to sustain the movement
8: if anything i feel like it gives more power to it you know what i mean cuz there are these uh for anyone who doesn't know about uh, India's daughter, it was um, this case, I think, I believe it was in 2012. Yeah. It was about Jyoti Singh, and she was uh, walking um, like at around 8 p.m. with a male colleague when these dudes in a bus picked her up. Mm-hmm. And then they were questioning her. They're like, why are you out? You're a woman. They, they raped her. They disemboweled her. They ditched her on the side of the road. And then it's just following this it it really split the nation, and then there was a huge thing where they banned the release of the film, and then there was a discussion on isn't India supposed to be the largest democratic society? Why are you banning film? Why are you banning mm-hmm. this expression mm-hmm.
2: um, because it it does it it like um that video basically like cruise that there's a lot of work to do in india you know like an example like the me too movement for like do we, we want to get back on that or we already yeah, discussed that like we already like the me too movement began here in north america and it's probably shifted to europe or like it's, it's the west that's all the same right but I, I think i was watching one of those episodes of uh, patriot act with uh hassan minaj like that's not bad i like it sometimes but it's just like any other political talk show now that's like just dishes out on their rhetoric right mm-hmm. but One of those actually really good episodes was about censorship in China because the Chinese Chinese public is trying to have their own Me Too movement, but the censorship of the internet in China very, very, very restricts their advocacy and their information to come out to the Chinese public. So basically what they've done now is they have actually tried to create a new hashtag which is like Me Too, which is like the me which stands for bunny and then two for some other symbol. And that's a way to try to escape to get more public knowledge, right? Hmm. So I think like this is happening like right now, like this happened already in North America and in the West. It's happening right now in China, and I think India is next, and something like that, and needing to figure out um, how to tackle this toxic masculinity, how yeah. to actually dismantle. But Daniel, the existence. you need yeah. to
4: see how productive that can be in other societies as mm-hmm. well, because, for example, in Mexico, you mean of the Me Too movement, yeah, yeah, in Mexico, just sorry, it was a week kind of ago, a Eurocentric view to put. Uh, yeah. uh, yeah, you were talking about China and yeah. India. That's not Eurocentric at all. Yeah. So, anyways, oh, the point whatever. is that I was
2: referring to like Spanish stuff. You
1: so,
4: the point is you're, that you're toxic in Mexico uh, there was this guy who was uh, a rocker singer, and he just killed himself because he decided he was accused of raping a woman. Mm -hmm. And he was already suffering from depression, and they started to create this uh, Twitter account that Mm -hmm. has millions of followers, and oh yeah, he raped a girl. They never did like background check if the allegation was real. Mm -hmm. The guy just committed suicide, and people started to argue like, you know, when you destroy a reputation, it takes a lot of time to build it up again. And that's and one of the negatives
1: that go sorry, back. I'm sorry, if that's the guy went of the, as that's far as killing himself, he most probably
3: movement.
4: had something to, you know.
1: Sorry? Most,
3: if the guy went as far as killing himself, I understand he was suffering with depression, which really is not a joke, but if he went as far as killing himself, maybe he had something to, to do. that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, maybe he had something to do with it.
6: Well, I think maybe that's a terrible help. way to look at it. You know, a, a rape accusation is something that even if
3: it's, it's proven not, something not to happen, that's thrown lightly. Not we'll not ruin your... But you also have to understand that a rape accusation is not something that's thrown lightly. Because in a case, if uh, well, in a case where the woman it's is proven, it's not proved, light though. It's not, it's not thrown lightly. In a case where the woman is proven wrong, her reputation is destroyed as well. It's, it's the but thing. I, the I, thing I, is, whoa, well, well,
5: If she's proven wrong, what do you mean proven wrong? Like she lied about it? Yeah, exactly. Right, but why is it okay to lie about it? It doesn't.
3: Well, it's not okay, but I'm just saying it's not an accusation that's thrown lightly. No, no, no. Because she's also putting her reputation on on the line. Hang
5: on here. We're talking... You're you're making a false equivalency here because what you have is you have a woman who might be lying about whether or not she was sexually assaulted, raped, whatever, Mm -hmm. versus going and saying this person did something to me. So she's putting... like. If I'm accused of lying about something, yes, that can ruin my reputation. Everyone's going to think I'm a liar. Mm -hmm. But if I accuse someone of doing something, you know sexual to me mm-hmm. and that's a lie that person is forever going to have that in their it reputation well, absolutely not it's totally, different, yeah, it's totally different. different if you proved
3: wrong if you proved wrong so then it's going to be a public it's, statement yeah, saying that you're course. wrong that you lied yeah, that's it, it say so that,
5: that I'm a liar and you know it'll be really bad so for perfect. women everywhere so but the
3: reputation point is so different. Different. there's,
2: there's a also different. a lot of people who will say, always but there's that case that happened like right recently like two weeks ago Like I think it that up I know everyone posted it on their social media stories of the black guy
6: Albert Wilson Wilson, went Why am to I a bar. Not part of this stuff. Albert Wilson went to a bar. Albert Wilson's a black man, and he went to a bar That's and insane. he met and he met a girl there who happened to be 17 years old. The bar didn't idea. He did. brought her home, and they were drinking. He brought her home and slept with her, and he accused her of rape. Sorry, other way around. She accused him of rape. Um, he went to trial. He went to jail uh, because you know she was drunk and underage, therefore could not consent. And he's just seeing a uh, release appeal now. I think it's been, mm-hmm. I'm not sure how long. I think it was two years, maybe. It's, and yeah, he's been running, now yeah. it's everybody's Instagram story. Yeah. is, and, and how, you know, the justice system treated this man so terribly. And I, I, I don't know if I agree with that because she is underage. And, but, you know, but
7: you also have to just like, I think one thing is like, if she didn't tell him, her age and she's in a bar the assumption is that she's of age i agree i
6: agree, yeah. I agree yeah. but that's but not the point also, that's not what i was yeah, yeah, hold on yeah, yeah. yeah so i just find it funny how the uh, the intersection of believe all women and the race issues are kind of are kind of hitting each it, other at yeah. full speed here yeah, you, and there's you know, so much to tackle there but keep yeah. going you know when we when we look at all these other issues it's always believe all women until it's a, a black man being falsely accused of rape um, and that is just really the, the fault. No, right though. Totally I have a question though. It's, it's, you have
5: the women who generally are are you know saying believe all women. They're the ones saying, oh, they're treating this black man so badly. Is that what you're saying?
6: I'm saying that but there's the certainly an people? intersection between these people. And so would yet. you say
5: that
0: in, that feminism is you know this whole believe all women, uh, you know? Uh, applies only to white women? Is that no, what you're going for? No,
6: that's not what he's saying
2: not. at
0: all. I, I, think,
6: I think that uh, believe all women is just something that is so unsustainable and, and something that is... Listen,
3: no system is perfect. In every major... But it's such In, a every, silly in thing. every major system, there is bound to be some kind of flaws, right? Yeah, but... You will always have people that will take advantage of the system. But it's so when it comes flawed. to the Me Too movement, there was so much abuse on part of men and so many women that went unheard that it was the movement movement Needed for them to get their voices. Out. Me, me yeah. too. But the fact, the, them, the, fact, but the fact that there are some people that take advantage of the system does not deny that the system was needed. Me too,
6: no, to but hold Sorry, on. Sorry,
4: but they, you cannot just. A pers- achieve justice while vulnerating the church, the, the father,
3: uh, and l- the rights l- of l- others. Me, l- let me just give you an example. The fact that someone right. takes takes advantage of a democratic system to steal money doesn't mean that the system is corrupt. It means that the person is corrupt. And same thing in this case. Not the fact that someone takes advantage and a, and of the still, media it, of the media movement to gain fame does not mean that the movement is corrupt. No, sorry, it just means we're that the person
4: that are going to prison. I mean, that's
3: yeah. People's so. talking about once again. It's not accusation thrown lightly. Where, if the person is considered not guilty, the person that accused them goes to jail in their turn.
0: Not necessarily. Because yes, you in have, general well, that's the case. In right? general, but here's thing. If they decide, but, but if the they thing, decide you don't, to
3: sue them, they go back to jail. But here's so the rape thing, accusation you don't, is not something that's thrown lightly.
0: But you don't abuse a system you feel is abused in order to get justice because uh and i'm going to go to you to tomorrow in a second but i just want to talk about you have uh this guy what was his name again Marshall? albert wilson albert wilson who was uh falsely accused um of, what was of he, this first issue of,
3: what was he accused of was he accused rape. of raped or what rape. was he well, accused of like he was accused having of having sex with rape. So,
6: No, no no, no. Her, she accused she him sat- of rape but yeah. then he was found to be guilty of statutory rape
7: yeah 'Cause I think I we've she to be a little I more than a little bit of a little bit of a little bit was
6: a I bit of
0: a little bit of a little bit to a
7: just bit of to little bit to a little bit I don't know how. Con- I mean, I'm in politics and I should know this, but uh, I know like our age of consent is 16, but wherever this happened, it might not have been.
6: Isn't this, this is in Kansas, 18. Oh,
7: okay, okay, never mind. Okay, well, that's all I was gonna, and I also just wanted to to go back to everything. I think um, uh, one thing with the Me Too movement is like definitely um, some major flaws. Hmm. Um, I think the purpose of it when it started out was, uh, was was to empower women and was to share stories and I can even say that I myself felt empowered to speak up about things and um, it got blown out of proportion though I think it was important because we were starting to address rape culture and um, whether so you, you
0: believe there is a rape culture I just I want to ask that question um, as well Do you believe in one I, and in North America because we
7: had an I episode do, on this you yeah. were here Okay so I'm gonna say I believe I believe there's a rape culture in the sense that I myself have been in a situation where I was the one who was thrown under the bus. I was the one who was told, you know, you need to be forgiving. Um, don't make yourself a victim. You know, forgive mm. the guy. It's all good. Whereas he now has faced no repercussions. He is living his best life. Um, and mm-hmm. this is something and this is a case where I don't even... Need to take him to court because i have evidence i have people witnessed it happen people know that it happened and the whole thing is he was drunk christina forgive him he didn't know what he was doing he's young don't ruin his life don't ruin his life And and you know and you know what i didn't ruin his life because people were telling me not to i didn't do anything about it and i'm the one who now has to live my rest the rest of my life with this while he has his happy life with no like with absolutely, free of guilt or anything yeah, like yeah. that free of guilt he's fine he he's um you know he's his life is great and he has no remorse for what he did mm-hmm. whereas I'm gonna have to live the rest of my life with what he did and you know what that to me is rape culture and I mean it, it's it's a loose term I think mm-hmm. some people take it out of context but I think there's a culture that forgives men there's a culture that. Well, you know, it, it is all kind of like changing mm-hmm. with like modern day, but I think there's a culture that's like men will do this, it's okay. You need to also be forgiving. And honestly, like fuck forgiveness. Like preach. I I would <laughs> I would say I would say there's definitely a rape culture, maybe not maybe not the exact definition of what it's being like cuz I think I it is use. being taken out of proportion, mm-hmm. but I would say my own experience is rape culture and so and christina i want to sorry to interrupt you yeah. um first of all like
5: thank you for sharing that experience i know yeah, you know awful that that it's awful it's
7: terrible that that happened i'm getting my i'm getting my revenge as the years go on okay, okay. and you know what <laughs>
5: good get and it i think that the, something that i was wanted to say before and what you said just gave a perfect example of it is that as a woman myself i do not i th- like and and maybe you know the other women here in this room and in the other room can agree or disagree with me i feel that no no sorry no, I, I just know i know you yeah, yeah. Yeah. don't care okay <laughs> i know so like every in my mind every woman knows a woman who was raped or sexually assaulted
2: yeah but I saw, no man I saw that I, yeah sign. i
5: saw that but yeah, no, yeah. but why is it always that no men know a rapist Do you know what I mean?
7: This is the thing that men do know rapists Mm -hmm. and they don't, they don't care. Well, and I'm not, and I I shouldn't say men because like that's generalized. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of men who genuinely do care. Um, But I think like at least what I experienced, like all of his male friends, except for I can maybe pick out two of them, like, decided that they were no longer going to associate with him whereas mm. all of his other friends were like it's cool we're just going to pretend it never happened yeah we're not going to address this we're not going to sit him down we're not going to you know like he should have there should have his friends should have taken measures mm-hmm. men should have cared mm-hmm. that he did something awful and those men should have cared about me mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's selfish whatever but like then, no it's not I, selfish I, you're I, right I, and,
0: and how do we then cre- you know have feminism as a movement uh Create the the idea that it's not just uh, centered towards women, but that men can help uh, to, in men, this. Men, yeah, men, men How need to be part, well, so, oh, part, part of the, of the problem. I'm
7: sorry, not part of the solution.
2: I'm sorry. We're already thing, there. I, one thing <laughs> oh I would God. say
7: is 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 men need to need to have the confidence, or yeah, the confidence to address these things and be like, okay, yeah, maybe I'm going to lose a friend over this. But I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to make sure I address that what he did was wrong. Um, you know, tell promoting the idea that that men need to be aware of the things that they're doing. And I I think that's another issue with me, too, is like, you know, we're putting harassment and rape on the same level, which right. is like where I have my biggest issue mm-hmm, with it. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, like, I, I do not believe in comparing catcalling to rape, right? but um, I think that it's important to at least have this discussion and for men to realize, hey, like, maybe there's things that we're doing that are, like, forgiving of, like, uh, men's actions. And um, mm-hmm. I don't know, I think... It, it, it all starts with a discussion and i think me too was at first going to be a great way to do that but it's kind of i, th- I don't
2: know i think for far. me like from the way too far from like the man's perspective like i've kind of like the like, what you were saying were like associating with a friend and stuff like that like it's like something that, like uh on like i'm not, i don't want to get too much into it but like a friend that i i cared about dearly dearly and um someone else that i cared about dearly like it was more like a i, I don't know how to properly describe it like I don't want to get too into it, but, like, almost like a love triangle, I guess, that, like, happened after. It was just a sticky situation for a relationship. But the problem is, like, I haven't spoken to that. Like, it's an ex-girlfriend. I, I didn't speak to her for almost, like, two and a half years. It was, like, a first-year girlfriend, right? And then I don't I hit her up because I was, like, stupid high, and I just wanted to say hi or something like that. And then she immediately talks to me. She's like, hey, like, I want to talk about this person. And it's, like... I mean, it's like, what are we, what, would happen? It's like, so we're on the phone at this like 3, 4 a.m. And she's basically telling me her side of the story. And it's like, and I'm just like, damn, like I thought I, I had a preconceived notion that it was different, that something that wasn't something like despicable. And when I confront my friend about it, obviously, like he's going to deny it and stuff like that. But it's like, I'm like, it's, it's a personal struggle that I handle, and I don't de- deal with on a daily basis. But like when I get reminded of it, I'm like, like, like I don't know like what to do like is like cause like, like she's being like she's telling me this story and I want to believe what she has to say and then but this is also someone that um, you don't want to believe I or don't your friend be- would ever do something
6: yeah. like no, that's that exactly. I, mean, I, I think that it's not, uh, that like, is a struggle for and I, sure. I, I, I want to make a, a distinction it's like,
2: and it's like it's hard because it's like like. It just, it just, it just irks well, and, and me. It just irks me. I, I don't know how to describe is, it. You know, this it's is like,
0: not the first time that stuff like this has happened. I wanted to bring up Brock Turner, which is somebody who did rape somebody and he didn't get punished for it. Um, well, he did,
5: but not, not yeah, really, not, really. not should to should've. the extent. Not, and like, that I think is a big. S- that is a, a big part of femini- of why feminism is important to me, yeah. and why movement. rape
7: culture I would argue exists exactly um, only only because and and I and I will kind of relate it back to like the racialized aspect of yeah. it in the sense that like you know how much like backlash did I, what's his name the one the the Robert, black Albert term. Wilson oh. Al- Albert Wilson mm-hmm. okay so think about the backlash that he would have gotten and the way that the court discriminated... I guess discriminated against him and was very quick to just be like, "You're guilty. We're throwing you under the bus." Mm-hmm. Whereas, like with Bo- Brock Turner, it's like six undeniable months, proof. three months with good behavior, oh. and it's like, and, and that's the thing, undeniable proof. Like yeah, I mean, there was much more evidence. There's I, no
5: denying that happened. Like, no, I know, but I would he... argue
7: that there was way more evidence in the Brock Turner case than there ever was in this Albert Wilson right, case. Right, of course. And it's like. The white man, and I'm—it's with money. I don't that's like doing that. It's
6: it's money, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, okay. it's because he's
5: a
7: wealthy white man. Well, okay, that's
6: why he got off. When it hooked. comes to when it comes to Brock Turner, and I don't want anybody to think I'm defending him. I would never do that. But if you actually read the case, like I don't really see it as him being a wealthy white man who got off because of that there really was is he was not of means though not, hmm? is he not of means though sure but there really was not significant evidence evidence to prosecute him. there were like, two
5: witnesses
6: yeah so you cannot use you eyewitness have... evidence to send somebody to prison for a long time like that's not enough okay. two people so... who arrived together on the scene and I'm just I'm not but, telling but, like, you my opinion on things uh, I'm just telling and, you how things work in the legal system and I, right? and I just want
3: right, to so that's a legal I, I, loophole But like
1: but there's like some failures
6: Hold in down. our system. Hold
0: on, I yeah. just wanted to add that idea of witnesses sending people to jail because then again you have the idea of false rape accusations. Mm-hmm. So how do you, you know, how can you base somebody doing something completely off of witnesses? Because you can't. But you, with, you, can't. But with not can't. necessarily but that, on Brock Turner, in, in, is not, that not
5: this in general with his whole? Rape no, culture? it should be
0: taken into account. No, but that's what but I'm saying. But not a soul. What, what?
5: How often are you
4: able to provide proof? How like? Well, that's the thing about rape. When it's actual exactly. rape, there are different ways of providing proof. Right, but... So there's like, genetic... I mean, I, there's
3: hey, yeah, but not, not yeah. everyone Let's has listen. that. Are not we, everyone okay, reached for a Okay, can you repeat what I was saying,
5: please? Uh, yeah, so yes, I understand, you know, there is... If you if you go and you know do a rape kit right after you're raped or the day or twenty within 24 hours, yeah. sure you can have proof and genetic proof. And I'm
1: going to argue. Sometimes you really, can't. Even, but can you it's even? It's really
7: difficult okay, for a woman 24 a... hours Thank later you. That to is be exactly like, "I'm, I'm going go to go get a rape kit and that let me exactly tell you what I was." What to you, I was with, going to bring A rape that kit is invasive. If you have already been invaded, the thing the thing is like, and and I can say myself, I am not going anywhere 24 hours after something like that happens because like. I've already had to deal with enough something and, else bullshit. And do you have yeah. to, can I I just, I I just
0: wanted to ask do you have to pay for a rape kit or is uh, it provided because I, 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 I don't think, I don't
7: think I don't in Ontario
0: now. Okay. No, it's probably just free, out of free curiosity. in curiosity. Uh, but
5: my point is is what I what I wanted to say was that and going along with what Christina was saying is that Twenty four hours after something happens, like we react to shock, your body's in shock. People yeah. react, you know, by freezing. People react by, you know, anxiety. Those different types of things. Like <laughs> you may not even realize what happened to you, like consciously, until after. You expect yeah. someone. The
0: adrenaline takes over, exactly and you don't know. To just expect like
5: expect this person, you know, to have to go twenty four hours within twenty four hours of you know this intense, you know, totally traumatizing thing happening to them. You can't expect that. It- and and I listen, and that's why. It's such a, uh, you know, murky waters and that's why it's so difficult, you know, to have concrete proof if you mm-hmm. don't get a rape kit right in. But like, that's part of, of where believe women comes from because of this whole, it's, it's all interconnected, right? Because you have such an uneven way of, you know, saying this is rape, this is rape, this is proof. Mm-hmm. The only, And women are so, because of that, you know, often women are not believed. So... As a reaction to that, we're saying, no, like, why would a woman lie about such a traumatic event happening to them? And listen, there's people that lie about everything. Yeah. And unfortunately, there are women that do lie about rape. And it's really unfortunate because it totally diminishes the real, the, victims. real, the victims, real yeah? victims. And it's terrible. But where, like, what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed and to not bring justice question. to the people who deserve Wh- it? That's or the question. Are what are we supposed to do? That's, that's the question. And, and I, also, I don't know and that's why it also
7: is a, it's a hard question for like especially a woman to answer like what can we do like I mean I would say that there's a lot that we're trying to do like and we're not succeeding and it's not and it's not successful and I and I will say from my own experience like witnesses would be my most like valid form of evidence mm-hmm. and unfortunately that doesn't get me anywhere and so mm-hmm. I'm going to and you know so there's some things that you have to fucking okay fine like I'm you know got to move on with it deal with it in my own way this is like four years ago now so like what am I gonna do and and that's a big and and it sucks that I'm in that position and that other women are in this position Mm -hmm. and other women have had way worse experience than experiences than I have and it's like and I and I and I know that like and I would say like rape and sexual assault is one of the like crimes that's like really really hard to prosecute and Mm -hmm. to only because it's like if you don't have physical evidence it's
0: a lot of he said she said
7: it's a lot of he said she Mm -hmm. said and like that's where you get into like the possibility of false accusations which are which totally exist Mm -hmm. um and then you also get into a position where you know women are being um like either ignored or they have to like deal with the concept or have to deal with okay well nothing's gonna ever be done about this yeah right i think
3: that if that was any other crime that's committed against a man like they would be taken mm -hmm. more seriously like if someone gets his money money stolen i don't think anyone would tell him you flaunted your money too much right so when it comes to (laughs) when it comes to women and like and rape like most people don't have a tendency not to believe them right because it's so much
7: easier to it's like, so much c- because of the their, physical exactly. aspect of it, it's so much yeah, easier to be like. Physical. Well, there's like not really enough to go off on, so it's so much easier to say, "Nah, fuck it." it does, like it didn't happen. Sorry, I keep using the f word and I it's never okay, do that. that. Yeah, but <laughs> but, but so, I think so, you also so kind
4: of applies to men. Actually, I remember that when I was in law school one of the things that they taught us is that when men are abused by their partners, actually, are even less chances that these crimes will be persecuted. And that's also a problem, also, right? That's also a problem, and it, it doesn't all diminish to do, I have time. friends who were even stabbed by their girlfriends, yeah. and they will never but be taken seriously by so no, yeah, the it all has yeah, to do with
3: that, that with the fucked up queer, like social system where boys have to be boys, boys have to be men, yeah. they have to hide their emotion, and it's normal if they go out of control. So like that causes this problem that you mentioned, but also causes your problem as well, right? Where it's like, ooh, don't ruin his life. He's a boy. Like, he didn't do it on purpose. And, like, what we have to do is actually look at the feminist movement and change the social system where, like, boys have to be boys, boys will be boys, and, like, women exaggerate. No, Mm -hmm. like, we're equal. We're even, your word is worth as much as mine, and your actions are worth as much as my actions, and they should be punishable as such. And I think that's
7: Uh, one thing that, like, the Me Too movement failed to do was— to address the fact that, like, Me Too didn't only need to be about women. It needed to be about a system yeah. and a society that was allowing people to be hurt based on, I don't know, power, mm-hmm. based on societal beliefs. And I think, like, that's that's one thing. That's where I kind of started to drift away from the Me Too yeah. movement was that there was this one case. I can't remember who it was. Oh, you know who it was? It was um Anthony Bourdain's... Uh, girlfriend yeah
2: okay
7: uh i can't remember her name but she basically had um slept with or i guess the word would be raped um like this underage boy that she was doing like a film with and um she even and there's literally evidence that he, she paid him off to, oh like, i remember this yeah, to okay. be to be quiet. And so And then you know Rose McGowan Comes out and she goes Well I think we need to Just be really gentle Right now Like We don't have all the facts But then When it came to All the cases of women Coming yeah. out She's like Believe all women Why would a, a woman hypocr- Lie about this yeah. kind Who's of thing Rose
6: McGowan That name is so familiar She's
7: one like the... She's like got the shaved head She's like one of the like Faces yeah. of the Me Too movement okay. Right. Okay. But also um, What about what happened On America? Oh titles? she did she the book
6: Didn't yeah. she do the readings Of her book or something I, uh, And she got in trouble Oh she yeah She had book signings I, I have right? no
7: idea All I know was like Was when I really started To have a problem With the Me Too movement Is when she Suddenly this man Comes out about a story And there's evidence Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In the same way That other women Gave evidence Like and we're saying, well, let's be gentle. Let's take a step back and like be easy it's on. Hypocritical. It's yeah. super hypocritical because now you're basically telling this man that like you're not a woman. So it's like not as valid. And like, right. you're, you know, and, and that's that's super. Right. But could you yeah. really
3: associate a movement with one of uh, with one of the like head figures? I guess the mm-hmm. movement yeah. is so much bigger than that one person. But oh, I think the movement, set that, the head
0: figure said Yeah, I've mm-hmm. said an example. Yeah. Yeah. And those yeah. are the ones that are the face. Yeah, and those are the ones you look to.
3: But the thing is like one thing that the Me Too movement did and I think one thing I think they did right is that I think every single man knows someone that has been sexually abused. But like every single her, person. Every well, every single person, but also every single man knows someone that's been sexually abused, right? But in her head it's just like we think that it's just like an isolated event, right? Mm-hmm. What the Me Too movement did is that it showed the world that it wasn't that isn't just, isolated. Exactly, it's not isolated, it's not just oh, your friend, a lot more. Everyone than is doing saying, it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And right. you should get you should like your friend should be accountable for his mm-hmm. action for what he But I think
5: also is that we don't have a legitimate, sorry, legitimate is not the word. We don't have a definition, I would say, of of what rape culture is. Like, I know, like, my brother would say to me, like, rape culture isn't, you know, like, what Christina's talking about. Rape culture is going out onto the street, getting raped, and not getting persecuted for it.
0: Google, like, Googling the definition, it's more of, like, an environment where rape is socially accepted.
7: Okay. Mm -hmm. And I would, and that's like why when I was saying like the definition is kind of loose is because like maybe I do interpret it wrong and maybe we do interpret it a little bit differently like say in North America. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, everyone's
0: open to their own interpretation Yeah,
7: Yeah. and I think the way that I would interpret it is not that like rape is accepted, but that it's excused in that it's um well it's wiped under, under, yeah, under the rug. under the carpet like, there's, there's a lot of like aspects of our society that almost lend to it yeah mm-hmm. that that kind of like allow these things to happen and um i don't know how to word it but i just think like the way that i interpreted it is having a society that like allows anyone woman or man to be to be um assaulted and for there to be societal aspects that like are kind of lead to oh, you know what I am well, I'm tired I think
6: I think uh, Christina and I have the same perspective on that largely but I would probably word it differently in that
7: yeah my word I, I
6: don't it. think that our culture is a rape culture but I do think that many microcosms of rape culture do exist within our culture mm-hmm. and I don't think that our culture as a whole breeds an acceptance or a, a proliferation of rape. But I think that there are many institutions within our culture that do.
3: I mean, surprisingly, I would disagree with you. Like, look at Surprising. Harvey Weinstein. Surprisingly, I was just... Well, Hollywood. Discussing. Hollywood is Hollywood, one of those right? microcosms. Look at Harvey, No, it's not a microcosm. Like, everyone knew, everyone knew that Harvey Weinstein was a sexual abuser. Nevertheless, he was swiped under the rug for years and years and years. And that's not only in Hollywood, Hollywood that's Hollywood is a
6: microcosm, though. Like,
3: like uh, most, the most people world, the, majo-
6: like, the the huge majority of people are not members of hollywood right, but
3: if someone that's making under, it a microcosm. right but also if someone that's under the spotlight 24/7 is able to hide that for so many years just imagine someone that's living in the shadow yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: And, and uh, you know, I'm oh, going to have to end the discussion there, sadly, just because, uh, you know, we had a wonderful discussion, but we are, you know, running out of time. Uh, just, you know, la- last, very last thing I want to ask, you know, what is the future of feminism? Very quickly, even though it's a huge question, what what's going to happen now? Are we going to get a fifth wave? Is it going to go even more radical? Is it going to improve? You know, the only I just, way I, I believe
4: it can survive is lowering down the radical aspect. Otherwise, you will see women being a split. On yeah, these there aspects. needs. To, I think one thing is like there's uh, one issue of
7: like uh, contemporary fe- feminism is this like we're creating these non issues, mm-hmm. um, and I think that if we're focusing on real things mm-hmm. that have a solution, that need a solution, we can succeed. But we have to be careful of you know, creating non-issues that are never going to be solved because they aren't even issues in the first place. Mm -hmm. And, Um, and I
0: wanted to just bring our poll because we did ask our audience, um, is feminism, uh, let me just pull up the question. Uh, has the feminist movement improved or regressed over time? And, as I was watching the polls being voted on, it was very equal at many mm. times. But the final results of the people who voted, there were 117 votes. 45% said feminism has improved, and 55% have said that feminism can I has still regressed. No, uh, no you I cried can also. Yeah, but, but I gotta
3: say that every like every movement has its extreme, and when it comes to social justice movement, we're much more like it's much more easy for us to put that like extreme label on people. Yeah,
7: that's what I was. That's what I was gonna say too. Is like just because there's like extreme members that identify with a group doesn't mean that, like, that's what the group exactly. is. Exactly, and we
3: have a tendency to and put the label on everyone, Because so right? t- we don't really want to look into
5: it. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I wanted to say for my last thoughts, is that I think that there you have to make a difference between a, like, an organized label versus an ideology. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you can have a whole group of people who subscribe to a specific ideology and and call that a feminist movement, mm-hmm. but I personally... Well, I love to call myself a feminist because I believe in equality, and I'm extremely proud to be a woman, and you know, with all that that comes with. Um, and I think that I, w- and, but at the same time, I'm not identifying with the feminist movement in of itself because I don't agree with everything. Yeah. So I think that that is something we need to think about. Mm-hmm. Is that the future? Like. My personally in my mind no I don't think that feminism as in the word feminism not the feminist movement mm-hmm. has regressed I think that it has empowered me as a woman and has powered many people many women mm-hmm. um, and people in general but to say that the movement yeah I don't know that the movement itself has I, I would say maybe the movement has regressed because when you lose sight of the goal that you're trying to reach and you don't have that goal set mm-hmm. out you're kind of just you know like a chicken running around with yeah, its head exactly. cut off. So saying so in not your head really the
3: movement injured. has been hijacked to be I
5: just don't a think the movement bit. really has I don't I just think as an organized movement, I don't think they're working towards a specific goal. It's just they're 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 kind of turning it into it's women, women, women women, women and then like nobody else.
7: Yeah, that's what, like what I was gonna say. I'm I'm not like I'm not fighting the feminist movement, but yeah. I believe in I, I identify as a feminist because of of what it stands for in its value, in mm-hmm. its value, yeah, but I'm, I'm not going out and marching because I, I like you, do not feel empowered by me too. I don't feel like anymore, and mm-hmm. I don't feel empowered by the women's march. So I'm not out there fighting for the feminist movement because I personally would rather deal with it in other ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, yeah. Yeah. and
6: my yeah. final thoughts are that you know feminism to me is is just become a, a label. And not much more. And statistically, it's it's declining in popularity, and I think that trend will continue.
3: Are you saying the feminist movement has become
8: a label? or feminism? women Yeah,
6: women do not want to identify themselves as feminists anymore, and yeah. I think that there's a good reason for that. Like so, and, like
3: eighty
0: uh, in, in uh, according to a Cornell University study, like o- over eighty percent of women identify as uh, wanting equal rights, but only seven percent identify as feminists. Mm. So and but,
6: and I think that that's is
3: cra- it Right, like the, the but that's, no, that's, that's yeah. what I'm that's getting exactly at. What we're talking about, yeah, that's
6: what that I'm getting at. But no, but Ruben, no more arguing. We're doing final thoughts. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm um, so sorry. We're being told later so I'm right exhausted. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I think that as it becomes more of an arbitrary label, those trends are going to continue and it's just going to become less and less popular.
2: Yeah, I think there's like a gonna be a new wave that's gonna be focusing on trying to get. Um, Western women to try and help the, the global south. I think that's more important. That that needs to be into the next wave. Like yeah, like we have like feminism in like Western nations and stuff like that, but. Um if yeah, the next goal would be to have equality for uh, for everyone in every corner of the planet, and that and that going hand in hand goes with electing more officials with uh, as women like women as officials, mm-hmm. um, ending the travesty that is female genital mutilation that occurs in certain countries yeah. and stuff like that. We that's, didn't even get into that. And, yeah, at all. No. But it's like um, it's, it's, it's but yeah, yeah those like those are, that's something that's, that should be prioritized. Yeah, and um. I think it I think it's gonna go under a new veil that isn't around the feminist idea but equality and stuff.
0: And like and,
8: that.
2: and lastly I, I wanted to hear
0: Jess
8: and
2: Anna's uh
0: final thoughts. Just let's start with you. Just really quickly.
8: Um, I think I'm in the boat of just, you know, seeing what happens. I think I agree with uh, the whole thing of um I don't really feel like the feminist movement is impacting me or I'm I'm not necessarily empowered by it, but I don't know, I think it's for me like the way I see it is all up in the air because there are people like raising concerns about the movement and about um, a lot of other social movements, so I guess we'll just have to see how yeah I guess what the response <clears throat> is and, and how we shift the stance
4: yeah, I believe that in the end there th- like I say, there will be another wave, and this wave will be more about. Keeping the radicals under control and pursuing the real goals that are affecting women.
0: Yeah, um, and it's it's definitely going to be something to watch as life goes on. Uh, but of course, that was our show for this week uh it was a very very heated topic uh but thank you to everyone that tuned in and that messaged us live this season a massive thank you to our guests uh christina jessica uh anna and of course ruben (laughs) thank you all for being here we really appreciate having your thoughts uh We're so lucky to have had you on, honestly. Thank you to our past guests this season, including Lauren, Chris, Sam, Jennifer, and Jake. Uh, Thank you to uh, Kevin Konorzewski and Brian Withers and the EDC and Sam Dealey uh, for helping make this show possible. Uh, Thank you to my parents for supporting this whole thing. And thank you, of course, to... uh, you know who you are, Tamar Marshall and Daniel. Um, of and course, Celine you know <laughs> <and Celine laughs> this was an incredible <laughs> one season. without
2: mentioning Celine Dion. Oh, oh there my we go. God, I'm
0: sorry. This is an incredible um, show to be a part of, and it would be nothing without you guys. So Aww. thank you so much. Appreciate um, thank you, really. <laughs> it's been a ride. Stay- <laughs> well, we're not done. We're not done. We got hopefully two more seasons at least. Uh, but that's it for season six. Uh, stay tuned for a summer special that Ooh. we hope to. To bring to you uh, with all the original members of this season, uh, as well as season seven, which we'll find out if we're back on in September. Until then, I'm Elliot Rabin signing off. On behalf of everyone at the Rabin Report, thank you and have a great day.